Monday, and we are done with the preseason. Welcome in, everybody. Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network, Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis. Three hours of power with the three amigos coming your way. What's happening, gentlemen? How we doing? What's up, fellas? What's the deal? What's the deal? All right, so you had an eventful uh, few days, uh, to say the least, Derek. And once again, congratulations to you on the latest addition to the the gun crew, the the gun clan, as they say. The gun um, plan. The gun posse keeps expanding. We had, to, we had to welcome Barrett, Elijah, Robert, <laughs> Joshua. They almost made me spit up my water, man. He's <laughs> trying. He's trying, man. Wait, wait, uh, wait, uh, wait. Barrett, Elijah, Robert, Robert. Joshua, Massey? Yes. 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 I, 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 I was starting to say Brooks, but I, that that have been inappropriate, but it's <laughs> Massey. Yes. No, no. It's Elijah, Joshua, Brooks. Massey. I told Elijah, my, I told my, Barrett. I jokingly, I told you, yeah, whatever. I told my, I jokingly told my son, I said, look, you gave my grandson a biblical name. He got a heathen for a father. That's right. <laughs> well said. You got Hey, it's, it's about the yin and the yang, Derek. You got to even it all out, man. <laughs> no, but I'm just, I'm just joking, man. Josh is a good dude, man. Bear to take, Josh but Josh, Barrett knows dude, man. He's, dude, dude. he's a good dude, man. Good luck. That's my I partner, mean, man. I tell, we, got, I tell we, got, people, we have pictures of the little one, I think. Xander, we have Oh, that, my goodness. Uh, oh, yeah. We're, we're going to give you a little uh, little Elijah. Look at that. Look at the yeah. proud grandpa at right there, man. Yeah, man. That is yes, oh, what, a, what, a, what a handsome little guy. Thank God he doesn't look like his grandfather. I mean, right, I mean right. I said whoa, that whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I mean, he what? Was, uh, he was born at 11.32 a.m. Friday, seven pounds, three ounces, although – my daughter told me the nurse said that one of the scales was off, so he's over seven pounds. That's all okay. I know right now. 23 inches long. This kid has long, skinny toes. I said, man, that kid can perch on a fence. We just see his little toes, man. He perch on the fence. Like like talons. Yeah. I'm like, what? He's going to be an Eagles fan. Oh, there look he is. at that one. Look at there that one. Unbelievable. Grandpa's little, another little fishing buddy for Grandpa. That is awesome. I mean, man. A, a, an That's uncle, a, too, man. Yeah. I already let him know. I sent out the group text that's in the family. This our that's our that's our that's we're gonna make him a saltwater fisherman too. Bro. That's right. Yes, yes, we saltwater. gotta broaden his horizon. Him and Cruz, we yeah. have to broaden the horizon. Right, there's right, some good so. looking, good looking yeah. kids Thank right you, there. That's what it's all about, man. Well, hey, if you guys yeah. hear a whole bunch of noise though, that I, you have to excuse yeah. me because um I'm getting solar panels put up, and you know they said it's loud, but I don't think it's loud. I don't, think I don't hear anything. Hear right, Sounds good. good so far. Don't hear anything yet, but I'm, I'm telling you something. I've I've seen neighbors across the street and people like two or three doors down in years past putting up solar panels. I can hear it in my house. Wow! So you're All lucky. Right. You're lucky if you don't hear any noise. We'll play it by ear. We might have a new, maybe another guest. If somebody comes down, who knows? We'll have somebody else. Well, I mean, show. I'm in the so, basement, so you might not. You might not hear it that much. Okay. So, so, so last week when you were telling us you were getting solar panels, um, the day before, some I'm, I'm walking up my going to from my garage, going to yard, do some yard work. Gal comes walking up behind me. 
hey, I'm um, so-and-so, and we're doing solar panels in this area. Would you like that? I said, I don't have time to talk about it. Yeah, but you know what? It's free and all this stuff. I'm like, there ain't nothing free nowadays. <laughs> free, so yeah, right. He kept, so he gave me a card, and I said, you know what, dude? If you're in the neighborhood in a week or so, come back. I said, it's health to skeleton around my house right now. I don't have time. Well, you don't want free. I mean, he was trying. He was being nice. Yeah. He was trying his best to make it. I said, look, dude, I'm, I just don't have time to talk to you right now. So why did you get solar panels, Mr. Brooks? I got it to take off some of the bill, man. People, when you when you look at your when you when you sit down and look at your your um your electric bill. Oh yes, woo! Do you know that they charge you just as much as it is to use the power you're using, but to transport the power to you? Oh yeah. Like my bill, my bill was my bill actually for the last two months has been like six twenty, six hundred twenty bucks. And what oh. is it normally? Uh, usually right about four four fifty. But uh, my bill, yeah, my bill's four fifty five a month. Right. But it just went up. I didn't mean to cut you off. Do you does your uh, energy companies do they send you get letters, guys, that say this, this a house of your size normally uses this much energy? Yes. And it's like a little bar about this big. Your house is using this much energy. Yeah. And I'm I they send that to everybody, but I'm like, but it got me, man, because they raised my my last uh, uh, power bill was like a hundred dollars more. But look. When you look at the next time you look at your bill, look at how much it costs for them to just transport your energy to you. Right. Like, I'm using Atlantic City Electric, so there's a there's a there's a power plant probably seven eight miles from me. Oh, Whoa. there it is, right oh, there. I told Whoa. you. I told you. What <laughs> I told the you was heck? coming. I told you, man. But uh, it was it's only seven eight miles away from my house, but I'm getting energy transported from Philadelphia or or PA. So they're charging me like maybe 260, 270 bucks just to get the energy to my house. What? Right. So look at your bill and see how much it costs for them to what? transport your energy to your house. And you'll be you'll be amazed at how much it is. Amazed. Mm. It's almost half your bill is just getting the energy from right. there to your house. Unbelievable. And that's one of the major reasons why I'm I'm going with uh solar panels because I'll be paying a certain amount to the company that just did this. <laughs> and, uh, you know, <laughs> and, and, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I mean, I just, it, it would start. It would start. Just because I said yeah. something, that's why I started. That's right. You jinxed it. Uh, 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 so, here, hey, so uh, the big story. First of all, what's up to everybody in the chat room? Uh, we appreciate Thank you, everybody. You. Appreciate Good the love. Good to see all of you. Everybody streaming, everybody listening. Thanks. What's up, Thank Mama? Um, Mama Brooks. Hi, Mama Brooks. Um, so, as we know, tomorrow is the uh, is the cuts eighty to fifty three. But we're already getting word, guys. Eagles, they're starting to filter out. You ready for something that we're hearing? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jaquaski Tart, bye bye. Goodbye. I told you he didn't help him. Look, 49ers cut him for a reason. I told yes. you guys this. Yeah, he, he did he not should be playing Sam Line, uh, Will Linebacker. That's why. Yeah, he's did too not skinny. Help so that's one that we're hearing. We're also hearing Cameron Tom, the offensive lineman. That's not a surprise. No. It's a no. loaded offensive line. So he that... stuck it up so bad in the game. Yeah, he well, he's a center yeah, he and did. a guard. Yeah. He was bad yesterday. Man, he got beat time. like a drum, man. I'll give you an interesting one. The Eagles gave yeah. this guy guaranteed $320,000 as an undrafted free agent. And according to Jonathan Jones, who is reporting this, uh, and he is a, a insider for CBS and, and other you know, outlets, Carson Strong is gone. Oh, keep in really? mind these guys can be signed back to the practice squad, but 
That's wow. a lot of money for a guy who you wouldn't even put on the field in a in a preseason game. Basically, he barely even got on the field. So hey, there's three that we know of right now. How he gave out a lot of money to these undrafted rookies to get them to come here. I remember back when it was it was a story um, locally and nationally the volume of dollars how he was giving out to undrafted players to get them to come here, which was unheard of for giving the undrafted players in a lot of cases. So if Carson Strong is gone, it game what three what three twenty five three hundred twenty five guaranteed. Ooh, that dude made it like a bandit. Man, he didn't even get to play much. No. Well, see, but see, that's just because he can, so he can get on the practice squad. Are they hiding him, Barrett? Is right. that what you're Yeah, that's what they He's just going to be on the practice squad. And they're going to do that. They're going to do that, man. They're going to do that, man. It's, it's, it's the nature of the beast, just so he can get him on the practice squad. They're only going to keep two quarterbacks. You know, Unless somebody else takes him off. Yeah, just everybody's going to take him. No. Hey, you don't you think know. so? No, I don't. I doubt that seriously. You know, it's it's a game, man. It's it's. Yeah. Can you hide them? Can you can you keep people from looking at them? You know, do you put guys on the field? Some guys help themselves out. Some guys, bro. If you're out there and you understand the magnitude of what's going on, you're gonna play a lot better than you saw. I saw some effort plays out there that, you know, you just can't allow yourself to do. You can't you can't let effort be the reason why you're not there. Right. When you're not working hard, it should be full speed every single play. And when I saw guys not giving max effort, that's when I – you know, like like the offensive lineman Tom. He's playing center. I understand he's getting beat like a drum. He's, he's playing against starters. But I saw lack of effort in how he was getting beat. You know what I'm saying? You're not, yeah. You got to move. You got to be continuing to move. You got beat. He'd stand there and look. Mm. Never, let, never let the camera catch you looking. You know what I'm saying? Because when they're when you just looking, that means somebody looking at you just looking. Yeah, oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. You, know, you got to finish plays, man. You know that was one thing you. They never said anything about B. Brooks being lazy or lack of effort. That's something that I can control. That's an intangible right. that I That's can right. control. That's right. I can control my effort. I can control me knowing my playbook. I can't control the time I'm on the field if you keep. That's right. But I'm gonna make it damn hard for you to let me go. That's right. Barrett, I do it's, it's, wonder. I, I mean, I, the Carson Strong thing is weird to me. Like, how much time did he get? He didn't get much time. No, right? I know. But, I mean, is that literally because you're he's just that bad, or you really think they're they're trying to hide this guy to sneak him on a practice? Like, are they going to those lengths where they don't even want him playing against competition? Well, I think it was kind of bad because you didn't even see it in practice. It, it tells me he was brutal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and it might be. His uh, functional mobility is just that bad because it, it can't be his arm because he's got a cannon for an arm. I, I've witnessed it, yeah. you know, firsthand yeah, he, in games. Yeah, he's got the arm. But functional mobility may be something that you know he lacks, and knowing know, where to it. go with it. Right, right. Well, that too, that too. But I mean, he was he had a pretty good football mind when I did sit back and I um and I evaluated him. So I can't see to him not being smart enough to be out there, to, you know, to play the game. Mm. I, I can see him trying to hide him, but you know, you, you got to help yourself, man. I know you don't get a lot of reps, but whenever you do get times, you got to maximize those opportunities. I didn't see a lot of guys maximize those opportunities. Mm. I yeah, see a lot of the, guys that, you know, walk around and strut around like they already had made it. And that, that, you know, I was confused about that. The, the scouting report on Carson Strong coming out of college was um, laser for an arm can make all the throws not afraid to put a ball through the eye of a needle in, in, in heavy traffic, but but the big butt was stationary target because of the multiple knee injuries. Um, every quarterback in the NFL is not a mobile quarterback. 
okay? There's ways to compensate. Hey, Tom Brady made a career out of being a stationary target. Mm-hmm. You know, if you get the right offense, you know, you, you, can, you can hide that deficiency. I'm just shocked he didn't get more reps when you consider how little the starters played for the Eagles. Um, you know, they kept putting Senate out there. And I'm like, okay, we've seen enough of him. Yeah, Why we are we not seeing strong? Does he not know the offense? Is he having trouble with the offense? Is he hurt? Is is the knee? Is there something with the knees that's been lingering that hasn't come out yet? John um, Dickinson, man. Yeah, John Dickinson's crazy, man. <laughs> he said Barrett has better knees than strong. Damn. <laughs> and mine are shot. <laughs> hey, I'll give you another one. Uh, according to Mike K, uh, Jason Huntley, the running back who had a pretty nice oh. run. One of the few few you know bright spot plays from Saturday, that disaster Saturday. He's gone, uh, and, and he was a kick returner too. Yeah, I, I'm gonna tell you why. He doesn't have. He doesn't have. Um, he, he doesn't have the eye coordination to, to you know. What does that mean? T- tell people what that means. He, he he couldn't read holes. He would hit holes too fast, and the hole wouldn't be there. Um, he wasn't patient runner. He didn't see the he didn't see the play develop in front of him. No. He, he just didn't play well at the running back position. That's what happened. Not only that, but. And I wanted to bring this up last week and forgot about it. When I watched him in the first two preseason games, was it me or he runs too upright? Number one, he runs too high. He's a target. Number one. Number two, he has, like Barrett said, he hesitated. I didn't think he put his foot in the ground and and hit the hole when it was available. And it was like he was second guessing where he was supposed to go. And I'm thinking, okay, I get that for a rookie, but he's been in this offense. So he should know all the little nuances of this offense. Yeah. But everything, everything that I've I've seen about him in preseason was not like the guy I watched play last year. Yeah, and I'm he, trying to figure right. out why. Almost like he stepped, took a step backwards, Derek. Yeah, he, had, he man. showed some potential last year for sure. Yeah, it's weird, you know. But the and, only thing I, I keep look, man, I'm going to harp on this, and they may make moves to improve this area. And we'll we'll get into all this. Zach Berman is going to join us at one o'clock. By the way, we will we will dive into the roster, and we'll continue to update you throughout the show and who's gone and who isn't, et cetera. But I'm sorry, man. And I know it's not as sexy and as a big a deal as offense and defense. Their special team should scare the hell out of everybody other than Jake Elliott. Their punter and the return game should scare people. And Huntley at least could return a kick. I'm not telling you he was great by any Right, right. uh, You know, I I, don't know. That was his forte, returning kicks. Yeah. I I thought you said he could could scare people as far as – him being dynamic or this team being no, dynamic. No. I didn't say that. No, I didn't. No, no. He that. said special no. teams no, 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 to scare no. you. No. I'm just – I'm scared. I am scared yes, yes, about special yes, teams. Yes, that's yes, what I'm yes. trying to say. Uh, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, that, that's interesting. I mean, that's – again, we'll as, as these continue to, to filter in, we will we'll pass them on. But I'll you know, tell you what else scares me. Yeah. Watching this team over three preseason games, their depth – at certain positions scares me to death. The secondary depth or lack yes. thereof, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. linebacking depth or lack thereof. Um, th- uh, this team, they they look good on frontline talent. They look they deep. The deepest part of this team is both the offensive and defensive lines. Yeah. Oh, Outside of that, question mark. Never running back, safety position, backup corners, linebackers. Um, we I, I, I'm a little worried about the depth on this team now. Yeah, no, it's listen, that's fair. And back to Tart, they gave Tart five hundred thousand guaranteed too. Ooh. I mean, there's eight hundred thousand in guarantees for two guys who don't make the roster. 
Well, guys, me, I'm gonna tell you this. Give me five. Give me five hundred thousand <laughs> to go out there. Well, here's what I do. I go out there, line up, put the suit on, look good in my uniform. I'd make one cut, drop to the ground, grab my hamstring, say yes. I'm done. That's my career. Where my five hundred thousand? That's it. I'm done. <laughs> Bro, That's all I need. Yeah, it's, it's 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 a it's a tough game, man. But one thing you can do is is count count uh, the Eagles' money. They're loaded. Yeah, no, listen, I'm not feeling sorry for the Eagles. I'm just saying they they clearly thought these guys were going to be something, right? Right, right. Right. And 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 they should be something. I mean, I was was good the fact that they got Carson. Carson Strong was supposed to be a top one of top drafts, at least a a second-day pick, you know, around the second, third, fourth round. Um, He showed – he was – man, he – what was it, uh, the Mountain West? He was that dude, man. I mean, his ability to push the ball down the field, and this, this forte with deep passes. You know, he and that mm. tight end he had, and you know the receiver had the receiver that's up in uh, the receiver that's up in um, um, Green Bay right now was his was his top receiver. Mm. He man, they were connected all the time down the field. I, I, I just think that you know we just didn't get they didn't get the kid enough time. Some guys can't transition and, and, and go into situations and be that guy. It took him a while to be the starter, so it might be the same thing with you know with. Yeah. with with him now, you know they, he has practice squad written all over him, doesn't he? Yeah, you know you got to develop, man. You know, I mean, I I, I take it, you know, fifteen thousand yeah. dollars a week to go out there and throw interceptions. I do it all day. Throw interceptions <laughs> to the defense, let them look good. Yeah, I'll do that all day. Well, so. if you think about it, like I didn't realize they they talked about this during the broadcast how much the practice squad now makes. Yes. You know, you Woo! make up like one hundred eighty-seven thousand dollars or something I, like that. I yes. did the numbers. It was like two oh seven. If you stayed on the practice squad for 18 weeks, it's like 207. Yeah, and and Carson Strong's already got 325 in the bank. I mean, that's yeah, a nice that's first job money. out of college, even if you that's don't good not on the active roster. Yeah, you know, he's doing all right, but yeah, uh, it's interesting. So, did you see this too? And again, we'll update you as as we go here. We're going to dive a little bit deeper into the game Saturday and 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 get into the whole injury versus you know playing your starters and being ready for the season, but. NFL.com uh, put out their top 100 list, and only two Eagles made it. Yeah. Slay at 77 and Kelsey at 71. No yeah. Lane Johnson or A.J. Brown. I'm shocked. I am sh- Wait, are you sure A.J. Brown didn't make it? No. I two thought Eagles. he was in the 60s or 70s. No. no and was- Lane didn't give up a, ta- a sack last year. Isn't he? And he didn't left? make it. Wow. I, I love that. I love that because Lane takes all that personal. He you're exactly he right. Takes all that personal, and I, yep. I, I, I can't wait to see how he plays this year, just to prove everybody wrong. He's pissed, and I know he's pissed because he looks at that type of thing, and 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 he he puts that in his mental notes. And when he's out there choking people, he's gonna be thinking the same thing. Oh, look at that. you know, Xander's right. Mac Jones made it, and, and yeah. Lane didn't. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, that's crazy. Come on, yeah, man. but you, Barrett, your your read on that is dead on because. He sees and hears everything, and, and and uses it. I think as as a chip in a positive way to motivate. Oh, he does. Oh, there's like, no question. He yeah, does. he's pissed. I I can guarantee you, he's what, pissed. <laughs> Just like that say I said he was the best player we had on the team. As soon as he heard that, you know, D. Gus said something to him. Of course, he's gonna be on the yeah. show after that. You know That's what I'm right. saying? No, yeah, listen, and and it's it's fair. I mean, the only thing, the only complaint you could have is. And I don't mean for the what he took off for his mental health. I mean the ankle. He's missed some time over the years. Uh, that's a bit. I mean, when he's playing, the guy's as good a right tackle as there is in the game. No There's question. No question. There is no question. How do you how do you not make this list? And and this, the thing that gets me the most is 
this is a list that's voted by your peers? Yes. And you overlook Lane Johnson? Well, I, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, I, You know what? I worked at when I was at NFL Films. They used to send me out to the different teams because I was yeah. probably the only one to get the most votes, you know, the most accurate votes. You know, usually they just send right. a producer and a, a camera out there and, and then, you know, forms that they could fill out. Well, I would get guys to go ahead and I'm like, come on, man. Give me, a, you know, throw me a bone, man. And I would get guys to, to do it for real, but the, the criteria in which they did it was like, oh, man, don't, don't vote on him. Vote on our guy. Right. Or, or, or you know, or, or, man, so everybody's going to vote on him. Don't give him don't give him that satisfaction. You know, so there's a lot of hating going on, too, with, with how they vote and who they vote for. So, I mean, it's not really accurate, but still, Lane should be in there. They don't know I'm anything glad, about I'm, mental health issues or anything else. I'm glad you said that, Barry, because uh, one of our former co-workers, uh, Rachel McCauley, mm-hmm. you know, she works for NFL Films. Right. And she's a part of a crew that travels around the country to get players to fill out the ballots. And she talked, she's told me about how it's difficult it is to get the guys just to fill out the ballots. Yeah. You know, they don't want to. So you're right. A lot of them don't want to, and they just leave them sitting there. So the numbers are somewhat inaccurate um, because some of these guys vote for their buddies, former teammates, you know, yep. college teammates, stuff like that. Yep. So you're right. It's an inaccurate vote, but the bottom line is, it, it, people on the outside looking in take that stuff to heart because, you know, we're not the only forum that's talking about this. Everybody talks about it across the board. NFL Network, uh, top 100 players voted by their peers. And so, but people don't know the the scenario behind it in terms of number. We never know how many players exactly vote. Exactly. And how many players don't vote. Yep. You know, and a lot of the players don't vote. Yep. Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's bad how I do it, but I mean, it's, it's, it's a show, you know what I'm saying? And we have to realize that it's a show that NFL films is put together, you know? So that's, that's. Well, right. And, and they want to do things that are controversial because yep. they want us to talk about what would be talking about it. If all the Eagles were on there that were worthy. No, nope. <laughs> so, nope, nope, nope. yeah, they, they, you know, they achieved their, uh, their goal there. That's for sure. But we are 13 days away from the Eagles and 10 days away from the first game of the season. I got to tell you guys, as meaningless as these preseason games have become, it feels good to kind of put them behind you. It doesn't. I mean, it just feels good that like you're like, all right, enough of that. You know, Years I, past, we still be going into another game. I know you'd have the jet game on Thursday. Yep, <laughs> the, the traditional jet game <laughs> is the way fall, it would always play out. Fall weather, fall weather is getting closer. And oh, here Steelers. we go. Gunner, yeah, yeah, impressed yeah. Gunner. Fall yeah. weather is almost upon us. Yeah. You just you just you start moping, don't you? You know it's striper okay. season. When it gets cold, it's striper season. So you know. So there you I, go. I, I, I get. What the heck is that? What is striper that? season? Well, you, you guys call them rockfish down in Maryland. So what is that? Uh, oh, I was hearing music. I was like, what is that? What music? No, what it was was I opened up NFL.com to look. I'm looking at the list of top 100s, and a video popped up, and I didn't hit oh. the hit the button. Quick. I, I thought you guys could hear it also. There's in your head that you right, use right, right. Head. With me Let me tell you something. Staring on in my room, staring at after, candles. After what I went <laughs> through, after, after what me and my wife went through the last three and a half days, yes, I'm hearing voices. Yes, <laughs> I hear I'm, you. I'm, here, I'm telling you, man. Fair enough. That's fair enough. It's, it's crazy, man. But um, so, what are you saying, Gunner? Make your point about um, the uh, the list. The point. My my point being this: I wish there was a way to 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 have a more accurate um, voting process done. Uh, just because then you would get a, a better, uh, you would be able to digest better what players think about their peers across the league. But because it is so difficult to get a lot of these players to vote, and 
course, is tainted. It's like anything else. If we were voting, you know, on anything, we'd vote. Hey, I'm voting for Rob. I'm voting for Barrett. You know, right? Um, it it it's it's a shame. It's a shame that certain players don't get their recognition. You know, which they like Elaine Johnson. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and other players, you sit there going, "Wait a minute, like, wait, Mac Jones is on the list? No, Mac Jones is okay, but he's on the list ahead of a Pro Bowler, a guy, a guy who's been doing it for ten years, yeah, you know? who didn't give up a sack last year, who had to leave the game because mental health, and came back and, and hit the ground running and still didn't miss a beat. Yeah, he doesn't make the list. Strange, it's yeah. very strange. Yeah, I don't. It's and maybe some of that. No, I mean, I was going to say is is part of it. Offensive linemen don't get the the recognition they should get. I, I, I don't know. Maybe there's a little piece of that. It, it, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know what the justification is for Lane. Like, I really don't think there are a lot of other Eagles that are worthy of it. I think AJ Brown. I think Lane. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you can really make a, a real strong case for for a whole lot. I mean, it's a lot it's, of people know. My lot of they'll start recognizing soon. I yep. think. Yeah. Uh, I think Dickerson might start getting some recognition soon. I think Hassan Reddick could put himself on that list with another double-digit sack. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you know, but you know another a- guy's going to be having a chip on his shoulder because mm-hmm. of this, and plus it's a contract year for him. Brad, is, uh, is, no, it's Fletcher Cox. Uh-huh. Oh, Fletcher Cox. Yeah. He yeah, takes maybe. stuff like this serious. Also, he hears yeah. everything. Don't don't think he doesn't. Fletcher hears everything, and he makes it a point. He'll throw it back in your face too. You know. Oh, Yo, he will. This. You know. Yes, he so, will. I see him going out and having an amazing season simply because he, he hears all the doubters. He hears all the people saying, oh, he ain't worth the money they're paying for him. I think he takes that he takes that serious, and he's going to come out with a chip on his shoulder and be cracking heads, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, if I know Fletch, Fletch is going he's, to he's, – he's pissed off right now. That's why you see he's had a different camp because he heard, he heard everything. He saw that first time he got cut in his life. He's pissed. Wow. So you're going to have an extra – He's gonna give a little extra this year. Gotcha. The thing about the thing about Fletcher is he doesn't hear it directly. He has a group of people that feed him yes. the information. Yes. And sometimes you wonder, are they feeding him accurate information or feeding him information to motivate him? You know, but you know, he's one of those players. He doesn't watch he doesn't watch a lot of sports. He don't listen to sports no, talk he, radio. He's watching you know. he's watching fishing and, and, and yeah, exactly and hunting and that kind of stuff. This, yeah, this dude's yeah. got this dude got like a hundred acre a hunting camp down in Texas. Hmm. He's got private lakes in Mississippi. He fishes, man. You know, he, when I was in the locker, he threw it in my bass. face. Yeah, he threw it in my face all the time. D gun, look at this. I'm like, man, where's this, dude? You know, Mr. Somewhere in nowhere, Mississippi. I don't right. know. Um, you get a lot of land for not a whole lot of man, money. Let me God tell you bless. something, man. Yeah, this hunting, this hunting camp he has in Texas is ridiculous. Hmm. Oh bless. my goodness. See, but I, I I really think this is Fletch is gonna turn it on and have an amazing right, year, right. especially when he doesn't have to be the guy. Yeah, no, he, he wants to be the guy, and he's gonna be pissed off. People aren't telling him he's not the guy. I <laughs> I, I, I love Fletch. I love Fletch in this type of circumstance. Okay. I love him in this type of circumstance. I like it. All right, so we come back. We're gonna continue to update you on cuts, not only with the Eagles but around the league of note. Uh, so far, we at least what's being reported: Jaquaski Tart, Cameron Tom. Carson Strong, Jason Huntley. That's what we know thus far, but we'll keep you posted as we go here. One o'clock, Zach Berman from The Athletic. We'll dive deeper. We'll go position by position. Uh, We come back. We're going to get a little bit into the whole argument of staying healthy in the preseason versus playing your starters and being ready to go when the season starts. Hey, guys, I might be a little late coming back. I got to go all the way up to the attic, get this guy up in the attic too. So Go do your thing, man. Did did he fall through the roof? 
<laughs> don't, be, like don't be wishing nothing like that, bro. Yeah. No, I asked you a question. <laughs> no, man, did he no, no, gonna go up there and have to not, give, you know, you gotta push, you gotta push him back out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get back. Not up that there. I know. All right. Uh all right. So we'll do all that when we get back. Don't go anywhere. D gun, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis Sports Take on this Monday, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Let's talk about finances. Let's talk about principal financial group and the man that you need who's got the plan. That's Jim Murray. I can tell you from personal experience that finding someone to trust with my finances, all the hard work that, that I put in, my wife, my family, we put in, we want to make sure that we are investing that money in a smart way. And Jim Murray is that guy from Principal Financial Group that you want to get with. Whether it's retirement planning, 401k review, insurance review, if you have a small business and you need help with employee benefits, it's yet another resource that he can help you with. I can tell you I've entrusted my IRA uh, 401k rollovers with Jim and he made it an extremely smooth process that one that was, you know, explained to me every step of the way, what we were doing. He's absolutely awesome. 610-996-4751, 610-996-4751. That's how you get a hold of him or email him at Murray, M-U-R-R-A-Y.Jim at principal.com. That's Murray.Jim at principal.com. Go passionately. Go fearlessly. Go confidently. Go first. <clears throat> Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years, and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction. Go with trust. Go first. And go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go birds. Plan your day with confidence. Definitely want to keep the umbrellas on hand. And keep your family safe with Action News and AccuWeather. Numerous tornadoes. Well over seven inches of rain. Your go-to team when severe weather strikes. The water is still rising right now. Keeping you prepared wherever you watch. On TV, on 6abc.com, and on our streaming apps. And that's when we go severe weather mode and on the air for you. Action News and AccuWeather. The team you trust. In Philadelphia, we celebrated the miracle with pride only five years ago. And then the following morning, IBEW Local 98 members went back to work, building this city, rescuing our communities from decay, and inspiring the young men and women of the region to take pride in who we are. Like the cats, Local 98 members believe in hope. To learn more about who we are, what we do, and career opportunities with Local 98, visit us, ibew98.org. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Go for the polls. And the pools. Go for the oohs. And the ahs. Go for the bubbles. And the bubbly. 
go for the story and the stories. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. All right, welcome back in, everybody. Hope you're doing well out there. Hope you had a great weekend. Thanks for hanging with us on this Monday. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Do us all a big favor and hit that like button really, really hard. We are we appreciate it uh, from all of you, all of you, that's for sure. All right, so we're talking Eagles right now. Uh, One o'clock, Zach Berman is going to be joining us. All right, guys, l- let's, let's look at this. Um, I watched a lot of games over the weekend, including – Tampa Bay, who's got Tom Brady out there in court, uh, the Steelers yesterday with their starters out there. They're not afraid to uh, to play their guys a lot of teams toward the end of the season. We saw what Miami did with the Eagles. Um, the Eagles have erred on the side of caution. They, they played that first series their ones did against the Jets. Got in and out. Everybody's relatively healthy. You know, We'll see about Miles Sanders, et cetera, but that's not even so much an injury on the field. He, he's been out. Um, whoa. whoa. <laughs> let's start with that one here uh and i'll and i will um i'll start with you barrett where do you stand on this on on the starters playing versus the, oh you're you're muted gunner barrett's kind of busy right now bro <laughs> all right i'll start with you Derek. uh where do you stand on the starters playing versus the the rest and let's make sure these guys are healthy because look Derek, let's face it too the flip side of it is tj watt yesterday Deontay Johnson yeah. in the did Steelers the, game. Did you see the hit he took? Yeah, yeah. Watt got it was uh, T.J. Hawkinson cut. cut him. Yeah, he cut him. And yeah. Johnson makes a, a catch. By the way, great throw by Trubisky. You you can't no drop question. it in better than that. Um, no question. He makes the catch and lands weird on his shoulder. Yeah. Now Tomlin said both guys are you know it probably could have played it if it was a regular season game, et cetera. But you know there's a there's a lot to be said and a lot of a lot of people making the case that the Eagles barely even touch the field in preseason games aren't going to be ready week one what do you think um i'm on the side of of, if you're a veteran laden team if you're a team that has a bunch of guys who played together in the same system for a year or two um unless my my training camp sessions have gone totally down the tubes i don't see any benefit why your regulars need to play i understand you need to get some of that rust off at the very most I would go one series the first game, maybe two series the second game, and then that's it. My regulars are not even putting on a uniform for that third game because you look at what happened with Pittsburgh. You lost, you may have lost two of your best players, even for a short period of time. When you're coming out of a gate with a big question mark at your quarterback situation, you know, your running back, your, your wide receiver, Deontay Johnson, that's your best wide receiver right now. I mean, Chase, okay, Claypool, Claypool's pretty good. Also, and Pickens but, may turn out to be a Pickens, beast. But, yeah. yeah, yeah. But right. you need you need every weapon at your disposal coming out of the gate. Mm-hmm. You know, T.J. Watt is the reigning defensive player of the year and uh, almost set the record, almost broke the record for quarterback sacks. You need that guy on the field because your defense is not what it used to be. Okay, so you need – so I'm not playing a guy. I'm not. They're not getting on the field. There's no need. Mm-hmm. You're playing for the most part against – now, if you're Detroit, Detroit's got a young, a bunch of guys hungry making the team. They had a bad season. You know, I get what Dan Campbell's doing with those guys. 
He's yep. trying to get them up to speed. I get that. It's a, it's a Russian roulette situation. You spin the wheel. They may come out unscathed. They may get injured. And we've seen some pl- prominent players hurt already. Kayvon Thibodeau, Kayvon Thibodeau for, for the Giants last week. Yep. Prime example. Um, but for a team that's a veteran-laden team, like the Green Bays, teams, Bay, my, my regulars don't touch the field. Mm-hmm. They're not. You can't afford it. Uh, look, I'll, I'll, and Barrett, you want to jump in? Are you good or is it still? Okay. Yeah, I'm, go ahead, I'm, that's like a double-edged sword to me because I mean I, I it is. I was I was in, you know, when I played, everybody played. You know, at least you know the first game they played um two quarters, the second game they played a, a quarter, the third game they played a half and in, in a series into the third quarter, and then you know, the fourth game they played one one um series and they were out, they wouldn't play anymore. Um you just can't hide from injuries. Injuries happen regardless. Injuries can happen in camp. They can happen in practice. Hell, they can walk walking into the Wawa. You never know. It, it, you just can't hide yourself from that. And I just I'm a firm believer in also that now you get you you get great by the habits that you form in practice. And you don't know if you're great unless you go out there and and and, and play, you know, full speed. You know what they do in practice? Yes, I mean you could tell that you know that they're 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 very uniform in how they do it. You know they don't waste time. They're 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 getting stuff done. Very efficient with their time. Very efficient, exactly. That's very efficient. That's a better word for it. Very efficient. But you don't know until you're doing full speed reps how things are going to go. You don't know how your body's going to react. How you if you're in shape enough to play an entire game? These guys don't even know if they're in shape enough to play an entire game yet. I mean, and that's that's a that's a that's a true um, assessment that you have to, you know, and it's an individual assessment. It's not just, it's not just the coaching staff. That's an individual mm-hmm. assessment. Are you in shape enough to go four quarters? What if you have an office, as an offensive lineman, you have a 18 play drive in, you know, the first series, second series, you have a 16 play drive. Do you have enough in the tank to finish this entire game? You don't know. You hope you do. You hope you condition yourself enough until you play all those reps. You just don't know. And football is one of those things, man. You, if you're always digging deeper, you know what I'm saying? You always taking your body to exhaustion every single play. Every single play, you're going until you're exhausted. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you're giving your entirety, the entirety of your soul every single play. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It may not be long, but it's still every single play, you're going that hard. You know what I'm saying? But still, you know, you just don't know if you're in shape or not. I don't know yeah. if these guys are in shape. Look, I, I, a, I would... a team like Pittsburgh, there's no need for them to be playing an entire half. No. There's no need for them to be out there. For, why is Trubisky still out there through the fir- whole first half? Well, they don't know if he's the guy. I understand yeah, that. You may not have him. You took the risk. You might not have had him yeah. to know. Now, but we assume didn't. Kenny Pickett is going to be taking over that team. If he, if Kenny Pickett is showing us what he's capable of doing, Trubisky is going to be on the bench before the season is over. But yep. you got to start with everybody you think that can get you out of the gate the fastest. And because, because more teams are going to this playing the starters less – we all we all agree the first two, three, four weeks coming out of the gate in the NFL is rusty. So mm-hmm. everybody's rusty coming out of the gate. You know, I don't care the, who it is. It took the Eagles until their eighth game to figure out who they were. Yes. They yeah, their know. identity. Yeah, yes. you know what I'm saying? And like for instance, another thing. Why the hell is Zach McPherson not playing? Why is he not suited up? Exactly. He should Why? be playing. Exactly. Even even guys like um, you know, Cam Jurgens, he should have played. What about the what about Dickerson what about should have played? The Dean should have been played. playing more because Dean yes. had a bad game. 
Well, Dean right. and Davis. And the other thing is, I saw a lot of guys. I know, look, I know Saturday was early on. It was ones against twos and threes. I get it. I, like, I don't get that cranked up about that part of it. But later in the game, when it was twos against twos and threes against threes, not only were the Eagles getting their ass kicked, I saw a team that was huffing and puffing out there. They, they were know. tired, man. Yeah. They were some well, dudes gassed. I know it's South exactly, Florida and all the other excuses we're going to get. It doesn't give, make it. This, that, but see, Rob, you can't do that. You mean, what if you're playing in Florida? Now, I hear you. playing a team in Florida. No, Bar- yep. I agree. I agree. Yep. Ultimately, like for, for me, I, like I'll air more on Derek's side of this thing with the game Saturday. But why didn't we see more of this in Cleveland? Why would yes, why do exactly. we see a little bit more game action in Cleveland? Like, and again, if your goal is just, hey, I just want to be healthy, okay, I guess. But you better be ready to play in Detroit on the 11th. You better be ready to go. If you're not, he's gonna get a he's gonna catch hell, man. He, he, Sirianni is gonna catch hell. For Bro, you, you just like you saw them guys huffing and puffing, they're gonna be bent over. Because that remember I was telling you guys last week. Our, I wanted to see practice because I, I wanted to see. Who's running extra after practice? Who's doing a little thing? Who's running before practice? Who's running after practice? That's you know. That's when you know that you know guys are are at the peak of their game. They understand what their body needs to go through in order to play an entire game. You know, you got to do that extra run, the extra little this, extra little that. Who's staying after? Who's watching? I don't. I, I don't. I haven't been able to see that, so I don't know who's doing that. But there better be a lot of guys doing it because. You can't be in shape to play a game when you haven't played a game. You can't. You have to work at it, bro. It yeah, takes and, time. Right. And and I get, like, like to me, if Brady is saying to Todd Bowles, hey, I, I need to be out there. Okay, yes. I'm not I'm not arguing with yeah. Tom Brady in that circumstance. Right, it's right. different. But there are other guys who, like, I don't think T.J. Watt really needed to be out in, that, in the second quarter no. in that game yesterday. No. Like, no. So there's no. a line to be drawn somewhere here. Uh, and picking, choosing your spots with certain guys. Well, so some guys you have to do it, though. No, I agree, Barry, but I, but I think Tomlin dodged a big bullet, man, yesterday with both of those guys. You're talking we about think, Watt, arguably the best defense. Well, we think. But arguably yeah. the best defensive player, and potentially, like you said, Derek, maybe your number one wideout, uh, you know, both going down. You got really fortunate there. And the, yeah, the saw, other thing I is – somebody... Go ahead. I'm sorry, Rob. No, no, I, I was just going to say the other thing is some stuff you can't control. Like, I think the Giants have just had awful luck. It, and I don't think anybody in, in Philly's crying any tears for them. But, like, it feels like anything they do, whether it's practice or a preseason game, somebody major is going down. And Tyrod Taylor went down, you know, yesterday. Well, yeah, I, I'm looking at the stream, and the stream said, um, did Covey get a disservice by playing with Senate? Bro, I don't care if you put me out there with, with Mother Teresa. And she's throwing the ball. If I'm a receiver, I'm going to get it. You're doing whatever you can to stand out. You're doing whatever you can in practice to make sure that I'm going to make it so hard for them to cut me that they'll be like, man, I, I just can't cut this dude because if I cut him, somebody's going to grip him up right then and there. And I, right. I, I want this guy here. And, and, and that's the way it should be. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you look at my career towards the end of my career, my last six, you know, five, six years, I wasn't a, a, a starter. But I made it so hard on Green Bay, the Giants, and the Steelers to cut me that they're like, man, I don't know. Brooksy, I don't know what you know how you do it, man. I know you should be starting, man, but you know why we brought you here. But man, just keep doing what you're doing, man. You'll always have a home there. Yeah, like, bro. Look, I, I think it's a fair question that when Senate looks as bad as he does, and, and Carson 
strong can't even get on the field. It, it's a hard thing as a receiver to try to make plays. It is. It's fair. I mean, that, that part's hard. You can go out and make plays, Barrett. I'm not arguing that. Defensive lineman can, the linebacker. You are kind of at the mercy of the quarterback to an extent. I, Covey didn't show me a ton. I, 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 then. I, if you're a slot receiver, no matter if you're no matter if the quarterback throws it to you or not, people are sitting down watching every single play you do. The eye of the sky is always watching. Mm-hmm. And if he had to run an outcut, was he running at full speed? Did he look like he belonged out there on the field? Mm-hmm. And at times I did it didn't look like he knew what he was doing or knew that he 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 didn't look like he belonged out on the field. You know, you when you're that small, but you're that quick, mm-hmm. you shouldn't have anybody cover you. If you want to make the squad, nobody should cover you. Yeah. Just like I, I thought that um I thought that Kane um Deion Kane. Deion yeah. Kane should have did more. He, did, he had a catch early, and then all he did was hurt himself as that game went on. Crushed himself. I drops. Mean, on, they, were, they were catchable balls. Two in, drops. In defense of, of Senate and Strong and whoever was throwing, like he had two that were absolute. you have to catch in the NFL. I don't right. want him to be the next Travis, Travis Fogum. I hope he's not the next Travis well, Fogum if he saying. makes so his team. You can't. So but because of what he did the, the, after that, after that one catch, I'm like, all right, here he goes again. All he does is go out there and catch. Right. Then after that, he just showed what, you know, he looked like not even an average receiver. Yeah. You cannot have drop. I don't care. When I was out, I'm telling you, and I could just go by me, when I was out the field and I'm playing with twos and threes, it wasn't even close. It wasn't even fair. You know what I'm saying? It got to the point that, you know, I had coaches come over here. Why are they playing you? You know what I'm saying? Like, why? Yeah. I had a coach literally. I had a coach literally. From um from I forget what it was it the chart it was either the chart it was a West Coast team and we were playing them in the preseason and the coach was pissed off I said man why they got you out here man mm. man you are you are you know you you've been in the league nine years they know you can play why they got you out here playing man beating up by my guys wow I literally had a coach tell me that yeah because I made sure that I was above and beyond heads and the head and tails over yeah make it easy. I was out there make yeah. it easy for yeah. Yeah. Close. Yeah. I will yeah. tell you I thought the guys that that hurt them. Uh, hurt themselves okay on saturday i thought davion taylor really hurt himself i thought Kayvon oh, wallace oh, really hurt himself oh my goodness um big time like stood out big time i thought the guys who helped themselves i thought patrick johnson reed blankenship and devin allen helped themselves but reed blankenship had the, the best defensive hit of the game yeah that was first half. tackling man that, that was, was a Perfect form tech. He yeah. he lowered that. He power drove that that dude with the ball. Man. But that's I'm every tell- time he gets an opportunity, though, D Gun. Yeah. yeah. Every, but everybody else. But see, like I said in our meeting, uh, in our pre-show meeting today, this performance across the board by a lot of guys made it easy for the Eagles to make some cuts, but it also made it more difficult because guys you thought were were potential backups to fill out this fifty-three man roster. Now we got to reevaluate. What player have we been watching this entire training camp in, in preseason session? Yep. Is this the guy or, or is, is was it fool's goal leading up to this game? Because it looked like these guys, all they wanted to do was enjoy the sun in front of South Florida and get back on the plane and get home. And it's like, oh, time out. Do you guys understand you're playing for jobs with the Philadelphia Eagles here? You're it playing like it. And, and with, the, with the practice squad now expanded to 16 instead of 10, do you guys understand – the money you can make on a practice squad, if we can just hold on to, yeah. but now it's like I don't know who to keep. To be honest with you, yeah, yeah. I, well, I, look, I to me, if that if that is if you're right there on that cut line and you go out and give that kind of performance, man, 
you, you're sealing your fate. You really are. It it feels to me like the problem with Blankenship is going to be if you're trying to sneak him onto the practice wide, somebody's going to grab him. You know, yeah. maybe Tart yep. getting cut. Yep. And if you're just tuning in, we're hearing Tart, uh, Cameron Tom, offensive lineman Carson Strong, and Jason Huntley right now. It Tart getting cut may open a may may mean that Blankenship's here. Maybe I, we're going to go through the whole roster with Zach Berman at, at one at the top of the hour. But maybe that's a you know a fourth shadowing of that he's going to make it. Well, if there's anybody that took advantage of every opportunity they had that in practice, also in game type situation, it was Blankenship. He made yeah. sure that he 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 had that ugly ass number just showing up every time he was on the field, man. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah. you yeah. couldn't help but notice the ugliest number on the field, and he was showing up, man. You got you got to show number. up. You know what I'm saying? You got to show up, man. I mean. He yeah, he, he has he Calcaterra's got a bad number. Covey had a bad yes, number. Yes, Devin Allen. The worst. Like yeah, the, 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 come on. It's the bad numbers, man. Covey's was the worst though. Forty-one. Oh. and you're a small receiver too. Yeah, small. You, you couldn't find an eighty something for that guy. You couldn't stick an eighty, slap oh, an eighty on him. I mean, <laughs> I mean it, it, that was the worst. Man, I'm looking. I'm like, come on, man. Yeah. Give, give me a break. Well, you. That, that's almost like, hey, dude, you're a lo- you got a long way to you got a long mountain to climb. So be ready. <laughs> if we're giving yeah, you this no, number. Exactly. But you know, but Reed is like, look, at this point, I know I belong out here. And even with this ugly number, you're gonna see four six every single time. Yeah. And he gave you something to look at every single time he was on the field. Guy that helped himself, Patrick Johnson, guy that didn't help himself, Kyron Johnson. Yeah. And the Johnsons, himself. it was total out, but Patrick was has has had a great camp, I think. Patrick's like, give me me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I I belong here, you know what I'm saying? I I Tyron Jackson, I belong here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Why, why are you disrespecting me and having me playing with these guys out here? I'm killing them. You know what I'm saying? And that's yeah. that's the attitude you had. Matt Leo, I had such high hopes for him. With the one for that special teams play, I wouldn't even know he was on the field. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Marvin Wilson had high hopes for him. Yeah. He didn't do anything for me. Quiet. Ball into a, to, to a Poloto. Yeah. He, he didn't help himself either, but he'll I think be on he's the on a borderline. Yeah, guy. just by default. Um, well, did, let, let me ask you: did, did Devin Allen do enough as a gunner to make the practice squad at least? He'll make the practice squad. I think, I so. think he should be on the practice squad. Yeah, it's an yeah. interesting role for him with that speed. I know he's not a big guy, but Bruh, he, he didn't. He, he didn't look afraid. He was no, he did. He, was, he, was he made a couple, life, couple nice. T- yeah, that one tackle. Oh man. yeah, big time. Oh my goodness. Yeah, he was but like, see, he was like what you have to do, man. At you least, at least that. you aren't questioning effort. Yes, you know, and that's that's what I question, and and I, I question Kayvon Wallace's effort every single time, every single play that I saw his number. Yeah, whenever I saw forty-two, it was always it was like a hang around around her. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 you know, he's just he just he just hanging around. You can't be that way, man. I guess he thought it was just so gravy that he's just gonna make the squad. Yeah. He might make the squad, but he just didn't. I was not overwhelmed. I didn't see um, anything from from what I saw the year before. He didn't to me. He didn't play better, you know. And, and I saw guys getting crushed and didn't care. You know, what I'm saying I saw guys getting beaten, didn't care. You know, Tay Goins, you didn't help yourself. Tay Goins yeah. didn't help himself at all. Um, Mc- Carrie Vincent Jr. He didn't help himself. Oh, Carrie Vincent Jr. Vincent oh, Jr. Goodness. was. I should have mentioned him in the band. Oh my Oof. goodness. Oof. All right, let me give you one more. Our, our buddy Adam Kaplan is reporting. This is not a surprise. Defensive tackle Rennell Wren, he yeah. is going to be waived as well. He he didn't show no, much. nothing. 
So yeah, that, that one's not a surprise. So that's, that's kind of where we are. Uh, there's been at least that we know of five names so far, uh, including Ren. We have Tart, Tom, Strong, and Huntley. So that's kind of where we're at right now. Oh, uh, look, we just go through it, I'll tell you. <laughs> no, we are. That's where we're going in a minute. I'm, I, 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 got every Dude, I got every position ready for you, Barrett. You're, you're right. going to be doing it. Trust me. Um, it goes from 80 to 53, and then there's they've expanded the practice squad. Uh, what, what did it used to be, five back in the day? It was seven. Seven, seven. and now yeah. it's 16. Yeah, it was seven. Now it's sixteen. That's why you know it's it's so easy now to to, to just just hang around, man. I think guys are just complacent, becoming complacent because you just hang around. I see a lot of these guys just hanging around and being content, you know. Um, like like for instance, Richard Rogers, you're too damn old to be making penalties like that. Yeah, you're too old. Yep. You can't do that to yourself, man. Mm-hmm. You're just too damn old, man. You come off, then he's looking all crazy, like. No, dog, you they calling your name, man. You older than everybody out there. Everybody. You can be all they pops if you want to, you know what I'm saying? And you out there making you can't make mistakes like that. You can't, bro. He just, you know, and he wasn't blocking, you know, holding. I mean, come on, man. Well, I, you know, again, I'll I'll beat the dead horse, but you know, is it a game where we should have been seeing Rager into the second half? Yes. Yes. You know? Absolutely. Where is that, where is that at? He wasn't but, dressed. But, no. but return, special teams, wide receiver. Nothing. He's been playing everything. Like, are you really that worried that he's going to get hurt? He's your, he, at best, he's your sixth receiver? Well, they're only going to keep five. And he's the fifth one. I think well, – I mean, I mean, who else is going to – they're going to keep Greg Ward? Uh, no, Greg Ward hasn't played all – basically he's, all camp. He's camps. been hurt. Yeah, he's been hurt. Well, John Hightower, trying, he tried to help himself a little bit. He did. You know, but I still didn't, he didn't do enough to make the squad. I thought yeah. Deanne Kane, he hurt himself. Devin Allen helped himself, but he won't make the squad. Britton Covey hasn't done enough. He no. won't make the squad. I think Greg Ward, and I'm just I'm just saying this because that's just what I feel. It's not laid in stone. If I if I if they don't make the squad, I'll come out. Oh, Barry Julad. I'm, no, I'm just giving yeah, my we're all we're all prognosticating. My, yeah, yeah. My, my evaluation. You know what I'm saying? What I think of what I saw, this is what I'm thinking. Guys should have made the squad. That's just me, you know. Mario Ward Goodrich, can still out. go on the practice squad, right? There's no age limits anymore, right? No, There's it no. used to be like when I first played, it wasn't you, like I couldn't, I didn't qualify for the practice squad because I came in and started my rookie year. I became vested my rookie year, so I couldn't play. I couldn't. So I mean, mm-hmm. if you brought me, if if they cut me, I was just cut because I, I mean, I, I I was out. You know, I was I was a vested veteran. Mm-hmm. So it was hard for a guy, you know, that came in and played early to make the practice squad. Only people that Got exempt from that was quarterbacks. You can have an older quarterback on okay. the, um, on the practice squad, even though he was vested, right? And that's you know, like I don't understand the rules for quarterbacks back then because sometimes, you know, even a guy that's on the practice squad would dress. A quarterback would dress on the practice squad. I'm like, how is he dressed on the practice squad? Yeah, you could activate him in case of emergency, right? And yeah, then the, the, right. the one who went down couldn't go back in. Exactly. Even if, he, even if it was that was we that stuff was like, why would you not be? allow a guy to come back in if he's okay. Exactly. It, it was crazy because um, I, I guess that came from uh, the body bag game against, what was it, Washington? Washington, yeah. And Brian Mitchell ended up playing quarterback. That yeah. Game. That was crazy. They, they were so, guys you know, going down like I, flies. Also, I thought um, Noah Taogia. I think he keeps he helping himself. himself. Well, no, he I'm, saying, himself I'm sorry. He kept yeah, he helping himself. himself up until Saturday. Yeah, up until yeah. Saturday. 
He uh he 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 helped himself a lot. And then all of a sudden Saturday he goes out late. A lot of those guys you know laid an egg. Yeah. A guy that also helped himself, Sean Bradley. Always. I mean, look, I think he's don't... so good on special teams. He was locked in anyway. And he's an attitude man. Yeah, he's like, a he's... beast, dude. That guy. That guy is on fire every second he's out. Bro, he max effort every single play. Even if he's wrong, he looks like he's right because right, he's right. doing it yep. full speed. Yep. Just they, show they, hustle. Show some yeah, hustle. I'm telling you, man. They, and all those guys could have learned a thing or two from Sean Bradley. The way exactly. He he's, he's one of those guys. Like, man, I. I I, I know y'all think I shouldn't be here, but I'm going to show you that I belong here. Yeah. Yeah. You know no saying? question. No question. All right. We come back. Zach Berman's going to join us. We're going to dive, Barrett, into the entire roster position by position, who's in, who's out, what we know of right now. If it, if we keep getting names you know, with the Eagles or around the league, we'll let you know. We'll pass that on. That's for sure. Derek and Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis, we are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network on this Monday, hanging with you. A little pro-action restoration talk right now. Pro-action restoration are the people that you turn to if you've had smoke, water, fire, mold damage, even something you're not really sure about. They are the people to reach out to. They're on call 24 hours, seven days a week. I reached out to them on a Saturday with an issue that I had. They were there quickly. They cleaned up the mess. The crew was professional. The price was reasonable. Every box was checked. They are licensed, bonded, fully insured. They've been serving the tri-state area for more than two decades. ProAction will work in conjunction with your insurance company. Again, if you're having any of these kind of issues, you don't want to mess around with water, fire, smoke, mold damage, mold remediation, any of it. Or if you're not really sure, you're saying to yourself, I don't know how to clean this thing up. Who, who, who do I turn to? Give them a call. Get a consult. 610-623-3760, 610 610- 623-3760, or you can reach them online at ProActionRestoration.com. That's ProActionRestoration.com. Go passionately. Go fearlessly. Go confidently. Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years, and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction. Go with trust. And go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go birds. Plan your day with confidence. Definitely want to keep the umbrellas on hand. And keep your family safe with Action News and AccuWeather. Numerous tornadoes. Well over seven inches of rain. Your go-to team when severe weather strikes. The water is still rising right now. Keeping you prepared wherever you watch. On TV, on 6abc.com, and on our streaming apps. And that's when we go severe weather mode and on the air for you. Action News and AccuWeather. The team you trust. In Philadelphia, we celebrated the miracle with pride only five years ago. And then the following morning, IBEW Local 98 members went back to work, building this city, rescuing our communities from decay, and inspiring the young men and women of the region to take pride in who we are. Like the cats, Local 98 members believe in hope. 
To learn more about who we are, what we do, and career opportunities with Local 98, visit us, ibew98.org. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Go for the pulse and the pools. Go for the ooze and the ahs. Go for the bubbles and the bubbly. Go for the story and the stories. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Welcome back, everybody. Sports Take on this Monday. Rob Ellis, Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks hanging with you. Thrilled to be joined by our next guest. You can follow him on Twitter at ZBerm. He covers the Philadelphia Eagles for The Athletic. He is also the author of Underdogs, the one and only Zach Berm. What's up, ZBerm? How you doing? Zach, hey, what's up? Great. Hey, I'm, I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on. Busy week this week, but always man. make time for Rob D. Gunn Barrett. Thank Appreciate you, Zach. Yeah, it's it, gonna be yeah. fast and furious the next couple of days. That's it's already it's already started, Zach. Um, let me ask you again. Reported, not official, but I'll throw a couple at you. Any surprises so far uh, of the Tart, Tom, Strong, Huntley, Wren? Any any of those you say to yourself, "Hmm, I, I thought maybe make the team, or this could be a good candidate for the practice squad, etc." Nope, all of those players are are players I did not anticipate to be on the fifty three man roster. I, I think Tart. If we go back to the beginning of uh, training camp, you probably thought he was going to be on the team. Didn't play his way onto onto the roster. Actually, I I would say, for lack of a better term, played his way off of the roster. Um, he missed some time. You understand that, uh, but he he did not distinguish himself among that safety group. Otherwise, uh, these are are moves that I anticipated them making. We'll see how they fill the practice squad out after they they reach their initial 53 on Tuesday. But I think the the big moves you that uh, you'll be looking for might be at, say, if they keep a third quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. Or uh, depending what they do in the secondary in, in, in certain spots and if they keep a 10th offensive lineman. Zach, give me a general assessment of what you saw in that last preseason game because as we've been talking about, there should have been a lot of guys, a lot more guys playing with more of a sense of urgency in terms of trying to make this team. And I thought there was a lot of lack of effort um, across the board from some of these guys, which is making it easier in some regard for the Eagles to make cuts, but also making it more difficult because some of these guys, we thought they would be solid yeah. backup type players. Yeah, it was, it was a bad effort, right? And, and or, or I'm sorry, it was a bad performance. I, I should say I'm, I'm, I'm always careful to uh, assess effort, right? It's hard for mm-hmm. me to ascertain that. Um, but what I, you know, you, you expect them, to, to play better than they did. And frankly, it's, it's not just uh, Miami's first teamers going up against the Eagles, second teamers and third teamers. You can't say right, that right. because in the second half, you saw, you saw a, a similar type of results um, in, in, in my decade covering this team, I've learned not to overstate the preseason. And I found very little correlation between preseason performance and regular season performance. 
But to your point, D-Gun, there were a lot of players there who they're playing for jobs. That's that's yes. how the Eagles structured this preseason, is they use practices to prepare the top of the roster, and they use preseason games to, to evaluate the bottom of the roster. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of guys who could have and perhaps should have had better showings. Mm. When you look at when you look at that situation at, at the safety position, do you see Reed Blankenship, Karon Wallace, you know, are the guys that, that will be on the squad or uh, which one of those guys you think they'll keep, which guy you think they'll let it go? Yeah, that's a tough one, Barrett. That's a pivot point one. And I I went with Kayvon Wallace in, in in that case. I did not go with Reed Blankenship. But based on performance, you can make a very strong case for Absolutely. Reed Blankenship. No uh, the reason I, I, I said Kayvon Wallace, there's a few things there. First off, he was a key special teams player for the Eagles last year, right? Um, that's that's something you, you need to look at. If you simply look at the final preseason game, Again, uh, I'm sorry, the postseason game last year against Tampa Bay, he was in top five snaps uh, for special teams, right? So he's someone that they rely on there. And frankly, I haven't seen Reed Blankenship enough in those situations. And when you look at first team kickoff the other night, I believe Kayvon Wallace was on the field. That said, special teams, I I don't want to say it's easy to insert one for the other, but it's, it's, it's not like there's complex schemes there. So if Blankenship's the guy over Wallace, they can get Blankenship ready for that. But special teams and maybe some untapped potential is why I went with Kayvon Wallace. Zach, let me stay on that for a minute with special teams because you know Jake Elliott aside, we know what a year he had, what a phenomenal year. Sippo's very much a question mark for me, and just the return game coverage units maybe not as much, but it feels like that's an area where they look. They how he had such a good offseason and addressed so many things, and they got so deep with significant players. I feel like that was to an extent overlooked. Do, do you agree with that? Um, good. It, it's a fair question. I wouldn't say overlook. I, I think it's it's more a philosophical approach to the roster, right? Um, during Chip Kelly's time here, uh, Chip really looked at, say, the bottom 10 spots, if you will, on the roster as special teams players. He he wanted guys like Chris Maragos, and, right. and you go on down the list. Uh, you know, they, they had uh, – Trey Burton came in for special teams, but when Brad Smith was here and Sejay Ajirotu, you know, you, you know, there were a, a, a few different guys there who were there expressly – for special teams, Brian Brayman. Um, the way the Eagles have built the roster in Howie 2.0, if you want to call it that, is they use those bottom spots more for developmental purposes, right? The reason they carried Jordan Mailata on the team as long as they did was because they viewed him as a developmental player. Mm-hmm. Davion Taylor was the deve- is is and has been a developmental player, uh, and they like to devote those backup roster spots more for development than maybe a second or third contract player who helps you on special teams. I like I like what you know you said as far as you know guys being on the bottom half. Of the I know there's a lot of spots you know that in, the, in this new NFL that they say don't have that. You know a lot of teams don't have that. You know player they deem just a practice squad guy. Give me a couple that you say will make it just because of their prowess. You know I know Sean Bradley uh, and 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 right now uh, Kayvon Wallace is the two top ones for me. Who would you say as far as returners would be um, up in that list? Yeah, returners tricky, Barrett, because going into this summer, I thought Britton Covey had a chance to really establish himself as a lead <clears throat> returner because he can return kicks and punts. Uh, and so you can, in essence, save a roster spot or, or combine those in the two. I don't think Covey did enough to differentiate himself in that area. Uh, so I, I think barring them adding somebody else, You'll see Quez Watkins return kickoffs and Jalen Reagan return punts. Um, that said, 
returner can be a, a fairly fungible spot where where you can add somebody um, if if one becomes available. But if I had to look at their roster now, I would say you would have Watkins on kicks and and Rager on punts. Don't say it, Zach. Please don't tell me Rager's returning punts. Please, please uh, don't no, say another it. guy. Don't say it. Trying to get some sense into you that that Rager will be here, uh, Derek. Yes, he will. No, I, I've said consistently. I don't think he'll be here. Those two said that he's going to make okay. the roster. I okay. said that I said that the, 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 he's had more than enough opportunities and hasn't taken advantage of the opportunities given to make this team. Now, I understand a receiver is only good as a time amount of times a quarterback can get him the ball and, and give him opportunities. But for some reason, he's been an afterthought this entire training camp in a lot of ways. And I just don't see them. If there was ever time, Zach, here's the way I put it, Zach. If there was ever a time how he could get out from under a top draft pick early in his career, this year would be it because of so much excitement revolving around the addition of Adrian Brown, the development of um, Devonta Smith, adding um, you know Hassan Reddick and James Bradbury. All of those headlines overshadow him being ushered out the back door. Yeah, so I hear you, and I'm 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 not going to get on here and be a Jalen Rager. Like right. defender, right? I, I mean, we've all seen what's happened during these past two years. I do think he's had a good summer based on the way he's played in camp. Um, I don't expect him to be cut. Okay. I could see him getting traded. And he he profiles to me as a change of scenery type guy. You know, if, if, if you're a different team, you look at all that's happened in Philadelphia during the past two years, and you say maybe he just needs to be somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, but if the Eagles can't find a trade for him, I expect him to be back, and I expect him to be returning punts. Now, mm-hmm. now there's a question there because, look, the, the first part of returning punts is catching the ball. And he had a very costly play in that Tampa Bay game last year, and it wasn't a one-off. You know, we've, we've seen it before. So he needs to be consistent in that area. But I, I, I would say, and we saw this in Green Bay in 2020, and you saw this mm-hmm. on his TCU tape, when the ball's in his hands in, in, the, in, the, in the punt return game, he has the chance to be dynamic. Zach, where, where do you fall? We had the, the discussion a little bit earlier on the rest versus, you know, these guys out there. I think you can make an argument both sides. We saw some, maybe the Steelers dodge a couple of bullets yesterday with big time players who got hurt, but it doesn't look like it's very serious. We see guys like Brady out there, but the Eagles primary objective, it seems like for the most part is, man, we want to get to week one healthy and we'll figure everything else out there. Where, where do you fall on that? Well, that's an organizational philosophy, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember talking to someone a few years ago upstairs and asking them what they wanted to see out of camp, and they said they 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 want to get every starter on the field in week one. Mm-hmm. And uh, look, I I I get it. It's it's a uh, it's a matter of taste. Sean McVay with the Rams doesn't play his guys in the preseason. They right. won the Super Bowl last year. Mm-hmm. Um, other coaches, you know, you like you you mentioned Mike Tomlin, but. But but beyond that, we've seen starters in the preseason. Andy Reid always kind of had a formula for how to approach the preseason. Um, so it's a it's a, a matter of taste. What I I'll, I'll I'll say this: if you choose this route, you can't come out flat week one. You can't come out That's flat right. in in That's September, right. and you can't say in October and November that these guys just need to get some some time together and you know and and they were sorting things out early in the season. It doesn't work that way. Um, but I think personally, so you asked my opinion, mm-hmm. I think the preseason can be overrated from a preparation standpoint. And the reason I answer that is because in 2020, there was no preseason. 
Uh, and, you know, there were no mini camps that, that, that year. And I, I didn't think the product suffered significantly or much at all, frankly, uh, that year. So preseason really helps. You're down the roster, guys. But for and I, 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 I would say Barrett can speak to this more than anyone else. Some of these guys, you know, can can step on the field on September 11th and be ready to play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you absolutely. But you got to be a guy that, you know, take care of your business. But I, I digress because I saw a lot of guys half assing it. But, you know, I'm, I'm not going to say anything about it. But when we're, um, you know, I'm a trench guy. I love the trenches. How many offensive linemen think you think they keep this year as opposed to years past? You know, I, I thought nine would be good. You know, I have a lot of people saying 10 this year. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I think 10 because I think they have the talent to keep 10, right? Like, I, I don't think they're pushing it. Whether you're looking at Jack Anderson, someone mm-hmm. who can play three spots on the interior, when you're looking at, uh, at, at Coyote Awashika, someone who could play tackle or guard, they have some candidates there uh, for the 10th lineman. Now, they could also go deeper in other spots and nine on the offensive line, knowing that Brett Toth is eligible to return from Pup in a few weeks. But you need to know where he That's is okay, health-wise yeah. Yeah, in order yeah. to do that. Yeah, and mm-hmm. that's good stuff. Zach, I know you got to run, but thanks for squeezing us in, man. Giving us a couple Appreciate minutes you, today. Bro. Always, you, always uh, tell everybody, check out Zach's work at The Athletic on Absolutely. Twitter as well, at ZBerm. And uh, always great talking to you, Zach. We're looking forward to uh, chatting with you throughout the season. Thank you. Anytime. Thank you, guys. Appreciate All right, you it. got it. All right, you, you guys want to run through it. Zach's the best, by the way. Just, yep, just he is, absolute. Uh, Very informative, you know. Yeah, man. Pros well thought one. out. Yes. Yep. Yes, you name it. Um, all right, let, let's run through it, Barry. Let's start on the offensive side. And Derek, you ready to go? Let's do this thing. Uh, are there going to be more than just the one-two at the quarterback position? We know it's Jalen Hurts. We know it's Gardner Minshew. We've already heard that, that Carson Strong's out, but does Reed Sennett make this team? And is he the Ooh. practice squad guy if he does? Because Ooh. I saw, I got to tell you, other than the throw to Devin Allen, who is the fastest man in the universe, I saw nothing from Reed Senate, but where, where do you fall with Reed Senate? No, I, I don't. I don't see Reed Senate making the squad. No. Um, I don't see him on a practice squad either. I think they keep Carson strong on a practice squad, stay with two quarterbacks uh, for the regular season. Be you, Derek. Don't be surprised if they go out and get a, a young quarterback from somewhere else cut off of somebody else's roster. Um, obviously, Strong hasn't had the opportunities. I've seen enough of Senate. And I've seen Eagles do this in the past, you know, bring in a young quarterback, didn't like him, and all of a sudden go out and get somebody else's quarterback. Uh, so if you're going to twist my arm, I would lean more towards strong based on the fact that maybe they can, they feel they can develop him. But if they get rid of both, I, I think they're going to look at some other quarterbacks as well that are going to be released tomorrow. Okay. All right. Uh, let's go running back. Uh, we've already heard that Huntley is going to be cut. So that kind of changes the game a little bit. We know who the first three are. We'll talk about Miles Sanders in a second, but we know the first three are. Sanders, Scott, Gainwell, Locke. Does this mean Kennedy Brooks makes it, or they're just keeping three? Mm. To me, I think they're just keeping three. Okay. Um, I think Huntley's back on the practice squad if somebody didn't pick him up. If they do pick him up, then I think Kennedy Brooks will be on the practice squad. They're going to this year with three guys because three guys can play special teams. And, and uh, I, you know, don't, don't, you know, don't, you know, take away from the equation that, you know, Boston Scott can return kicks also. So mm-hmm. he can be a kickoff return for him. But the likelihood of keeping a guy just for kickoff return, and that would, would have been Jason Huntley's only. Yeah, like solely uh, for three. that, yeah. How many kickoff returns do you have, you know, in a game? They right. might get right. one an entire game. They might go three games without even returning a kickoff, you know. So I just didn't see his worth doing enough. Even with that long run, it was more so in the, 
assignment bust and just bad angles. Poor tackling. Too. Yeah. I mean, they were tackling him up here. He basically yeah. just like yeah. threw the guy off. And, and it was a nice run. I, I'm not right. going to take it right. away. Right, right. So, I mean, that's yeah. that. for me, that's, you know, he's 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 just not going to be his, – his worth isn't as what it used to be. So, Kennedy – Kenny could be on a practice squad. Kenny Brooks could be on a practice squad. Chris D, I can't argue with that. <laughs> <laughs> I got a little shot, but I agree. Uh, yeah, Reed said that did not uh, did not impress. That's for sure. Um, all right, so that's quarterback. That's running back. Here we go. Let's go receiver. Um, we know the locks, right? We know AJ. We know all five of them. Yeah, Quez. All five locks. <laughs> I love where you're going already. Um, <laughs> All right, so we get past Devontae, AJ, Quez, and Zach Pascal. That leaves us with the other lock. The, the, the Rager, other lock. Kane, <laughs> Covey, Ward, Devin Allen, D Gun. Listen up, Barrett. Who, who is that last spot? We already said it. I mean, they're going five receivers. And, you know, just because it's so many, you know, ways you have to go on defense. So, you know, Jalen Rager makes the squad, man. You know, Derek's going to be crowing so badly if they do cut Rager. We're never going to hear the end of it. Or no, I'm it. not going to say anything. I mean, if he makes it, he makes it. But I'm just saying, you, you asked – all summer you've asked me my opinion about why Rager should not make this team. Rager has shown me very little in training camp, very little in preseason games. So that's why I have stuck to my gut. Derek, Derek. What? Not what? one time do we ask you to make sense of this. <laughs> <laughs> to, make, to make what? To make sense of this. We all know that it makes no sense for him to be on the squad, but we actually, but we, we, we're just being realistic, man. Realistically, I get he that. shouldn't be on the squad, but he is going to be on the squad. Uh, <laughs> I, I, you know what? And if you're right, you're right. But I'm, I'm, I'm not going to change my opinion that it's going to be a tough decision for Howie to make to get to let go of Jalen Rager, especially when you consider um, they are uh, proud of themselves as an organization, um, how their last few draft picks have gone. You know, and he's heard the battle cries about you took him over Justin Jefferson and he wants to give him an every chance possible. But now that you have A.J. Brown in the fold, that slides the, the equation in a different direction and you have the opportunity. And like I said, Deion Kane showed me something one game. I'm, I'm singing his praises. All of a sudden this past game, I'm like, uh oh, who is this uh-oh. guy? Oh, is this Travis? Is this Travis Fogel part two? Right. Um but I'm still going to stick to my gun. I, th- I still think Deion Kane has the potential uh, to be what Jayler Reagan ha- Rager has not been to this organization. And so until the official cuts come out, I'm going to stick to my gun and say I- I'm still leaning more Kane than Rager. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair so, enough. You know, so, so, you, so you're just going to bite your nose off to spite your face. Right? Yes. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm going to do. Hill. He's yes. going to die on the yes. Rager Hill. I'm going to be right. a lonely man on top of that hill, but I'm going to die on the hill. Yes. <laughs> This one feels a little more cut and dry. Tell me if you guys disagree. Uh, tight end. Goddard stole Calcaterra, Calcaterra despite missing a good amount of time in camp. Jackson on the IR, and, and, and then we'll figure it out till he you know he's able to, to get back. But you know, we mentioned uh Noah Ty Togiagi. Yeah. He he didn't help himself too much. But is, is that the way you guys see it shaking out a tight end? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, that was slam dunk. Yeah. I see Richard Rogers possibly making this roster again. He's always hanging around, man. He's just, yeah, he's no. a hang around. He's, he's only know, he's... 30 years old. Is he yeah. only 30? He's only 30. Yep. Wow. He's only 30? Yeah. I, I would have gone like 34. Me uh, too. Yeah. He's only 30 years old. And, what year is this for him? Uh, in the league, eight, seven, or eight. 
Damn, I got to look that up, man. Are you kidding yeah. me? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I feel like he was like playing with Favre before Rodgers even got to Green Bay. He's been around. He so is long. only 30 years old. Yep. Man. He was drafted in 2014, third round pick, Green Bay, 2014. Wow. It feels yeah. like he's been in the league a lot longer than that. Okay. Derek, I cannot believe that, man. I'm telling you. See, that's what I'm thinking. He's gonna hang, he's gonna be a safety valve for this team. He's a decent blocker. He's a decent pass catcher. Now, when Tyree Jackson, if and when Tyree Jackson is ever healthy, I think that would that shakes up the apple cart. Because I think Tyree Jackson has the potential to be a solid tight end in the National Football League. Just can't get him healthy. Where does that you leave Calcaterra, though? Is he not is he a practice squad guy in your estimation? No, I think right now, yeah, I, I think right now he makes this team. I mean, yeah. he shows he a lot of potential. Even yeah. though he's been limited, I think he shows a lot of potential. Well, he can catch the ball, and he's got yes, speed. Yes, he can. Yeah. yeah. Now, he's got to work on his blocking game. But then again, yeah. what young tight end doesn't have to work on his blocking game at the yeah, end? And that's why Stoll's there. I mean, Stoll's there. Yes, why Stoll's there. They yeah. might they'll probably keep three tight ends. Okay. At least three tight ends. Okay. Uh, offensive line. So, we know the starters. You know, Mylotta and Lane Johnson are your tackles. Dickerson, uh, Samalu are your guards. Kelsey, at least – you hope is going to be able to start week one. Mm. Uh, the lock back up at center is Jurgens. That much we know. This is where it gets interesting. Wow. Uh, I'll throw names at you. Tell me yes, no. Jack Driscoll. I think he's a lock. Yep. Lock as, yep. as one of the backups. So uh, Opeda. Yep. Lock. Okay. Uh, Dillard. Lock. Yep. Okay. Jack Anderson. Yep. Lock. Okay. How many, how many is that? Five. Yeah, I mean we're we're getting up there now. That's <laughs> ten. That's all. That's all. That's that it. Have, that's it. Number Everybody one. else is gone. Yeah, LaRaven Clark goes. Um, he's he he gets cut. I don't Coyote. know. John Sil- John Sills. Coyote yeah. ugly. <laughs> I mean Coyote. Oh, Bar- Barrett's favorite guy has been talking about since June. Awusika. Yes. Awusika. Yeah. Awusika yeah. is actually Awusika. Is it Awusika? Uh, okay. Yeah, Coyote Awusika, practice squad guy. Okay. Um, okay. Tom. Lee's Cameron, he's already cut. Josh Seals, he's gone. What about, what uh, about Brett Toth? He's still he's on hurt. Arm. Yeah, he's still on. Oh, the he's arm. hurt. Yeah. Puck. So you don't have to worry about cutting. It's uh, it's not a cut issue. Yeah. So I mean, only way they keep nine is if they cut um, Jack Anderson. But I think they like Jack Anderson too much. I think he they plays, like Anderson too. Yeah. yeah, he plays all you know three position center guard and tackle. So he'll they'll keep him around. You know, but other than that, man, you know it's it's. These guys will be on a practice squad. So that's 10. That's 10 guys right there. You know, okay. so you got Cam Jurgens, Jack Anderson, Jack Driscoll, Sewell Peta, and Andre Dillard all make the squad. Everybody after that, Clark, Seals, Tom, uh, Awusika, they get the cut. Okay. All right. Well, uh, we'll jump over to the other side now. Let's go defensive line. Um, this is we, hard right here. Yeah. This Well, there's a few we can lock in. Fletcher. Yep. Hargrave, yep. Jordan Davis, yep. Milton Hargrave. Williams, yep. uh, Sweat, yep. Brandon Graham. All right, we're agreed. Yep. Locks. Okay. Locks. Here's where it gets Oh, you didn't say Barnett. Oh. Oh, yeah, you're right. Derek Barnett. He is a lock. I agree with that. Uh, just because of money. Lock. Yeah, I yep. just missed uh, missed them. All right. Um, I think Tyron Jackson makes the team. Yes. I agree. I agree. Um, Tui Pilata, did he do uh, enough? They like him. Too. Too. They uh, like him, yeah. but I, I think he gets cut. Okay. Practice squad. Yeah, yeah. practice squad candidate makes yeah. sense. Marvin Wilson gets cut. Marvin yeah. Wilson. That's it. And we already we already know uh Ren, he's gone. Uh, uh then Matt Leo will be cut, put on practice yeah. squad. Yeah. And that's it, right? Yeah. That's mm. it. Okay. Okay. So they 
likely keep one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine D linemen, and that's not counting Reddick. Wow. And that's the in and you know, like Sweat, Graham, Jackson are edge guys. Yes. They pick them as edge guys. If you look at the interior, it's uh Williams, Davis, Hargrave, and Fletcher Cox are the interior guys. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. Let's run through linebacker then. Uh, Hassan Reddick. And again, I know he's a hybrid, but for our purposes, linebacker Reddick, Edwards, Kaiser White, Nicobe Dean. This is yep. where we start, start to get in. Uh, and I'm going to throw Sean Bradley in there. Uh, There's a lock. Yes. Patrick yep. Johnson. Yep. Yes. Yes, I agree. Yep. Uh, Kyron Johnson. No. Practice squad. Practice squad. Yeah. Okay. All right. That makes sense. So how many? So how many linebackers is that? That is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven linebackers. That's wow. counting Bradley and counting Reddick as a linebacker. Wow. So that's yeah, what I'm saying. That's why there's some numbers crunches here, man. Yeah, there's some numbers. There's a lot of linebackers. Here. All right, cornerback: Slay, Bradbury, Maddox. Boom, boom, boom. Cut them all Slay. except the starters. Slay, Bradbury. <laughs> Scott, Maddox. does Josiah Scott, Scott make it? Yes, yeah, Scott makes it. Josh McPherson Job. makes it. You think McPherson makes it? Yeah. Over yeah. Job? Yes. Hmm. Okay. And then uh, safeties. Safeties, Epps, Harris. Now, here's the one. Uh, does Kayvon Wallace make this team? That's tough because, I mean, wow. it's between three guys. Andre Shea-Sharay. Shea-Sharay, who's a good special teamer. Yep. Reed Blankenship and Kayvon uh, yep. Wallace. And we know Tart's gone for people who are just uh, joining us. Yeah, he's not even on the depth chart anymore. They've already removed him from the depth chart? Yeah, yeah. He's, but he's he's still on the roster listings, but he's not on the depth chart anymore. That's weird. Hmm. Uh, Blankenship I, feeling more like a roster or a practice squad? Practice, practice squad. Okay. Shasha Ray? Shasha Ray. Mm-hmm. He doesn't make the squad, and I yeah. think he's he he'll he he's gonna be on a practice squad. It's fifteen people in the practice squad. Sixteen. Sixteen. Sixteen people. Yeah. You know, so he'll be one of those practice squad guys. Blankenship will be a practice squad squad guy. Kyron Johnson will be a practice squad guy. Um I think Vincent Jr. will be a practice squad guy. Interesting. You think he okay? Why? Well, why do you think he makes it as a practice group? Because he hasn't had a good camp. No, he hasn't had a good camp, but they like his size. He's a big corner. You know, say they like his size. Okay. Um, I mean, he's five ten, one ninety. I mean, I don't know what they see in him, but they like him a lot. Well, uh, here's the thing: we we are not uh, when we're running through this, we're not counting is uh, you know how we trade. He hardly ever goes through a preseason without making a deal. It feels like something's coming for me. Mm. You're right. Uh, special teams returner. I, I don't know. It feels no, like something. If anything, it'll be a safety. Yeah, maybe he's going to trade for a safety. This will be a hard. This going to be a hard. Yeah, it is. It's, it's still going to be a hard um, cut. You know, we thought after the game that it'd be easy to cut guys. It's still not easy to cut these guys because no. I mean, how much? How much of a resource? How many? How many guys you keep? Uh, you know, going because you only can you can only dress. I think it's forty six or forty seven. Forty seven guys going into a game. Mm-hmm. So if you keep forty seven guys, what's one of these guys you say? All right, we're gonna we're gonna dress you, you, and you. Like you know, especially the D line position. 
yeah. D-line and, and D-line and O-line, that's a lot of guys, a lot of extra guys. That's why I said there's only going to be two quarterbacks. It's only going to be three, three running backs. There's only going to be five wide receivers mm-hmm. because they got to carry extra, especially with the overhang guys and, and uh, linebacker slash DN, keeping those guys. There's only really four interior defensive linemen. That's Milton Williams, Jordan Davis, Fletcher Cox, and uh, Javon Hargrave. Mm-hmm. Those, that's four guys. You got to rotate four guys. That's tough, you know. Then you got to look at um, Josh Sweat, Brandon Graham, uh, Derek Barnett, and Tyron Jackson. Jackson, yeah. As the four defensive ends. Mm-hmm. When you do run four down. Mm-hmm. Then you have the overhang guys. You're going to keep two overhang guys. And to me, that's Hassan Reddick and Patrick Johnson. Kyron is just going to be a guy that's going to be on a uh, practice squad. Do you considering Brandon strictly a DN in this in this exercise? Like, what's yes. Grant? Okay. A DN, yes. Okay. I see he's a DN. I say um, Josh Sweat is a DN. Derek okay. Barnett is a DN. And, and Teron Jackson's a DN. Okay. So it's four look, guys look, there. Looking at Barrett's practice squad, I think Barrett put like 23 guys on the practice squad. <laughs> he got a special exemption. Because <laughs> the Eagles have so much depth. No, he, actually, the, that's the, the league said, all right, we'll give you seven more, man. You're good. Actually, it's 10. It's only 10. That's only 10 guys I have on practice no, I'm, squad. I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm yeah. just joking. Well, I, um, I just, you know, it's a good problem to have, right? Because some of these guys can will definitely be snapped up, I think, yep, by other yep. NFL teams. You're right. You know, for sure. It, it, but you, you may potentially lose some by a guy who can play. That's the other part of only playing pre, three preseason games and maybe some of these guys aren't getting the looks that you, they would normally get. You might Somebody might slip through the cracks. And if they do, shame right, on you right. because you've had them in practice every day, too. <clears throat> I get that. But it's something else to consider here. Well, I, you yeah. know, I, got, I just got a text from um, – from Dan, Dan Celio, he says, you're right. Just bullshit effort, especially if you're trying to make the team. A lot of these guys didn't help themselves because it was a BS effort. It was a BS Exactly. Effort, That's what I'm saying. There was no sense of urgency. I'm sitting no, there waiting going, exactly. okay, even though they were playing the ones, <clears throat> first of all, okay, they were playing Miami's one. Here's what bothered me the most is when Tua was in the game, they kept rolling that, that, that rollback sprint out um, the whole game. Oh, they now, bid on now, it every time. Not one time did a DN on the opposite side or an outside linebacker stay in containment. Nope. They bit on it every time. Every that's time. coach, though, man. That's coach. coaching. Yes. That's and I saw I and I saw coaching. I saw it in I saw it in the preseason. They they want their they want their defensive ends to go down the line and pursue to stop. Why? Why? As just because if coach, a team right? bear, if a team figures that out, dude, they're gonna have the whole backside of the field wide open. Derek, Quarterbacks they, got three options on the backside, man. Derek, they nope, they have not figured that out in the last five six years. That's they unbelievable. Have, that's, unbelievable. That's, that's coaching. That's co- and because they want they want that backside. They don't they don't have a lot of faith in their their um, linebackers holding their gap in the backside. So but that's you got why you, diff- have to. you got a different breed of linebacker now, dude. You got to teach it. Di- you got right. Kazir White almost. You know what I'm saying? Yep. You got a different breed of linebackers now. You Absolutely. have you have veteran DNs, not rookie DNs. You have veteran DNs out there on the edges now. Right, right. You got to, you got to. Did you see how long Tua was standing there patting the ball, waiting for somebody to free up either, the, yes. either the underneath route or to go down the field with the ball? Yeah, yes. it, it was, it was, it was, it was really ridiculous. You know, and I know people are like, well, you don't necessarily draw a correlation between the, the you know, preseason, but whatever. When there is an effort there, and your whole mantra is, we're going to outwork everybody. We yep. have the dog mentality. Yeah. And I know how Nick 
has spun it publicly. If he wasn't lighting them up after that game, you know, I I I understand it's futile. Some of the guys aren't going to be here. I, like I'm not getting that cranked up. I'm just saying from an effort standpoint, I can I can live with Tyreek Hill blowing past a guy who's a number two yes. or number three because yeah. he's not talented enough. But there were too many plays where they weren't trying in that game. That's that's the most that's the most damning thing right there. You know, and that's why I see me and Seals, you know, come from the same school of you can't coach effort. Either no, you, you got can't. it or you, you don't. Can't. And Fatigue makes a coward of everybody. And when yep. you start getting tired, that's when you'll know it all comes out. And what I saw this last game was a lot of cowards out there because they, they just weren't giving max effort, man. I, give it all, man. Give it all. When you're out there, give it all. Don't stop. Just give it all. Well, I think where it also plays into this, right, is were they not giving max effort because they were too tired? Does that go back to these short practices? They're not playing as much in preseason games. And what's that going to look like 13 days from now? Are they suddenly going to be in shape enough to be able to go when it's it's real time? Have I not been screaming that for the past two and a half weeks? Yeah. That's all I've been saying for the two and a half weeks. You got to get in shape. You got to make sure your body can you gotta hit the you gotta hit the point of fatigue during practice. And then that's when you go out there and run more to get your body past it. People it's like people don't know, understand when you lift weights, the reason you get stronger is you have to break down tissue. You have to break down muscle tissue, break it down so it can grow back stronger. That's what lifting weight does. In order for you, you got to go to exhaustion so your body knows what it feels like to be exhausted. And then you figure that you can push forward even more. That's when you start getting in better shape, when you can press past the feeling of being totally exhausted. And then give extra after lap. But That's the current the, the current collective bargaining agreement negates that. I agree with you one hundred percent. But the current the collective bargaining agreement limits how much you can practice. Right. You right. you exceed teams getting fined. Nobody right. wants to be fined. Right. If you do but, it too much, you lose draft picks. Nobody well, wants to lose draft picks. That's why I said, who's lifting? I mean, who's running after practice? Who's running before practice? That's what I want to see. Right. I just said it today. I want to see what players are running. Like, <clears throat> it was a point where when I really understood that I had to take advantage of my body is when I got my my second year in Detroit. And we practiced in the dome, so we didn't get out in the elements a lot. So I would make sure that I would run before practice, get tired before practice. And that way I'm in practice, I'm tired. So when I go yeah. through practice, I can push past the point of, all right, I'm exhausted, and now I know I can give more. Right, and right. Then I run after practice to make sure that, you know, just to be in shape. You know, I may have been fat, but I was still in shape, though. No. <laughs> it might have been a round shape, but it was a, it was a well-conditioned round big shape. Big-boned. Yeah. We prefer. We prefer no, no, no. Big-boned it. Big-boned it. Big-boned it. Yeah. Stocky. Yeah, yeah that's what we go. like. Husky. husky. Husky, yeah, yeah. What did you say? The husky pants or the huskies? Uh, uh, the husky, yeah, you get them at Sears. I, I wore yeah. my fresh shirt. Tough husky. skins. The tough you skins. Can, the tough you skins. You can wash right. them a thousand times, oh. and they'd still say that new blue. They still yep. say that new blue, man. You could slide on cement, and you wouldn't even see a mark on those pants. I'm telling you, they were indestructible. <laughs> yeah, they were. <laughs> they were unbelievable. Um, 
All right. So we'll come back. (laughs) Remember those? Uh, All right. So we come back. We'll continue to update you if we're hearing anything in regards to any more cuts, Eagles wise, and around the league with some you know notable names. We will pass those along. Some teams it feels like it's happening fast and furious, and other teams have been really quiet. So you know we'll keep you posted. We'll get in some of the interest, some crazy stuff, man. The the Brian Robinson story just nuts. Wow. Uh, you know, Kenny Galladay, we'll get into him, Sam Darnold, Tyrod Taylor's injury, uh, former all, uh, great uh, assistant coach in the NFL, passed away uh, yeah. at the age of 86 years old. We'll cover that as well. But we, we have to deal with the Matt Ariza situation, just brutal uh, all around. We'll talk about that as well. We'll get into some Phillies also who uh, who dropped yesterday but had a real good uh, recovery after that Mets series. They're on the road tonight uh, against Arizona, and then they go out to San Francisco. So we'll do all of that. Don't go anywhere. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis, we are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Let's talk Razor Technology. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, Razor Technology's comprehensive managed service provider solution delivers constant monitoring, on-demand assistance, and rapid issue resolution. Through data-vetted and insight-driven implementation, we strengthen our existing IT resources with both human power and expertise that reduces security risks and downtime while enhancing organizational efficiency and productivity. We are a strategic resource for adaptive and fast-growing companies that need help selecting, implementing, and managing their IT services. Our goal is always bigger than one project, one problem, or one upgrade. It's improving the overall functioning of our partners and helping them achieve their business objectives through an ongoing synergistic relationship. Give your IT team the freedom to refocus by augmenting their reach with Razor Technology. Contact Razor Technology today to learn how our managed services can protect and enhance your business by giving them a call at 866-797-3282. That's 866-797-3282. Or visit online at razor-tech.com. That's razor-tech.com. Go passionately, go fearlessly, go confidently. Go Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction, go with trust. Go And go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go birds. Plan your day with confidence. Definitely want to keep the umbrellas on hand. And keep your family safe with Action News and AccuWeather. Numerous tornadoes. Well over seven inches of rain. Your go-to team when severe weather strikes. The water is still rising right now. Keeping you prepared wherever you watch. On TV, on 6abc.com, and on our streaming apps. And that's when we go severe weather mode and on the air for you. Action News and AccuWeather. The team you trust. In Philadelphia, we celebrated the miracle with pride only five years ago. And then the following morning, 
IBEW Local 98 members went back to work, building this city, rescuing our communities from decay, and inspiring the young men and women of the region to take pride in who we are. Like the cats, Local 98 members believe in hope. To learn more about who we are, what we do, and career opportunities with Local 98, visit us, IBEW98.org. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Go for the pulse and the pools. Go for the ooze and the oz. Go for the bubbles and the bubbly. Go for the story and the stories. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. We are back. Thank you for hanging with us today. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis with you on this Monday Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Hey, I want to I, I didn't get a chance to do this off the, off the top of the show. And uh, Xander, I'll need the uh, the full uh, lineup graphic, if you will, uh, for what we're doing here at Jacob Sports YouTube Network and JacobSports.com. Our, our entire entire channel is just crushing it right now. I mean, guys, we have programming starting at 7 a.m. Our guy, Jeff Kerr. Uh, made his debut with uh, Good Morning NFC East. And then we roll right into Rick Saratella before us, uh, after you know, Birds 365, then Rick before us, and then us and Sills. But check this out. Check out this lineup that we are rolling out every single day if you weren't aware. You get your fix beginning at 7 a.m. So we have Good Morning NFC East, Birds 365 with Jody and John, then the football playbook with Rick Saratella, then it's us, and then it is Dan Cilio, after us and we're going to have programming even after that starting at 6 p.m so i mean we literally have your entire day blocked off man if you're just looking for great stuff it is uh it's awesome i got a chance to tune into a little bit of jeff a little bit of 365 and a little bit of the playbook this morning man just just the the primer for everything that we're going to do uh but awesome work by the guys and congratulations on them uh and getting shows on the network i know we're all we're all pumped man we could be more excited uh, mute it, Derek. The family tree is growing strong, Amen. man. It continues to grow, you know. Yep. Uh, the Jacob Media Posse, man, is uh, is making a name for itself in this region. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm not surprised. It's not, it's not surprised. I mean, we knew it was coming. You know, yep. think about how long we talked about doing this show before Christmas. It all started. Yeah. And, you know, it was yes, no, yes, no, because of scheduling and everything. But you know, because of our, our our friendship and because of what we knew we could do, mm-hmm. we pushed and we pushed and we found a way to whittle it down and to make it happen. And here we are today, man. And um, and now look look how it keeps expanding. And it's just gonna get you stronger. Know, yep. You, we didn't even talk about the names on the post game show. Seth Joyner, Mike Missanelli. Who who would have thought a year ago those names would be a part of this network? You know. Amen. Um, and now you know, and and Elaine Johnson. Joining us post game after yep. every game, so you know, stay tuned because more surprises are coming. Yep, pregame is going to be a killer. I mean, the whole day yeah. Sunday yeah. is going to be wild. It's not just during the week, man. So it is. We are 
at, at, at what was Nick Sirianni? What a plant? What was it? What was the whole analogy? That he, <laughs> like he gave the flowers, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, flowers. That's, that's us, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just yeah. blooming all over the place. That's for sure. Uh, and again, uh, we'll, anything we get here in terms of any additional cuts that we're hearing that are being reported, anything like that, we will pass those along. Uh, from the Eagles. I'll give you a little one. The the, the Titans cut their punter, uh, Brett Kern, who has been there, I think, since like 09. It's a bring him here. Bring him here. Move. Yeah, right. Good point, Derek. Yeah, bring him here. Really we we need a punter. Point. Yep. I think <laughs> I think anything's possible at this point. So uh there's that. I did want to uh we'll jump right back into the football stuff and, and some of the things that went down over the weekend. Watched a lot of uh a lot of preseason football yesterday. Really, the only game on yesterday was the Jets and the Giants. Uh, right. For some reason, man, I've seen a lot of Jets and Giants this preseason. I don't know oh, about no. you guys. It feels oh, like no. every time I flip on the NFL Network, it's all oh, well, the other game. I'm sorry, that was the other game that was on was Pittsburgh mm-hmm. and uh, uh, the later game. The, the Steelers were later, but the the early game was the Jets and the Giants. Um, yeah, too much of them. <laughs> Actually, both of those two teams. Um, all right, Phillies. So they lose yesterday, guys, 5 nothing. the last game of that uh, series. They, too, take 2-3 or from Pittsburgh, and they end up 7-4 and four on a homestand where they lost two out of the first three to the Mets. So they recovered pretty nicely. Uh, they didn't have it. Syndergaard wasn't great. The offense was asleep. Uh, Contreras, who pitched for the Pirates, pitched extremely well. I thought his slider was nasty. Uh, only one Philly had a multiple-hit game. That was Veerling. It's the 12th time they've been shut out this season. Did you realize I, I had this discussion yesterday with uh, Dan Wilson, who produces my show at WIP. Phillies have been involved in 25 shutouts this year. They've been That's shut out crazy. 12 times and they shut out the opponent 13 times. Yeah, yeah. That's a lot, man. And yes, we're, we're only, what are we, eight, uh, 128 games in, 128 games in, and they've been, they've been involved in 25 shutouts. That's pretty you know crazy. You why, right? When, you, when, you, when you're a team that both basically, um, lives and dies off of scoring and, and, and batting is feast or famine. You know, when you, when you're a team built off pitching, you're always in it because you know, it, you're going to keep the score down. You know what I mean? So it's, it's more so it's more so pitching is more consistently mm-hmm. um, able to, to, to win games, you know, defense wins championships. It's more so in, in baseball than it is in any other sport, you know, yeah. I mean, you can have the most live bats in the world and all of a sudden, it doesn't seem like just, you know, one bat stops. It seems like the entire roster stops, you know, at one time. And that's why we've been shut out so much. But then when we're hot, we're blazing. We're beating people, you know, 6 nothing, 7 nothing. you know. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it, it's tough to have an offensive-minded, offensive-built team and think that you're going to, you know, not get shut out. You know, even though our pitching has gotten better, that's not what we came into this season thinking. Yeah. Right. We came into this season thinking we had a, you know, a dull bullpen. Mm-hmm. You know, not so bad, but dull. Well, they turn out to be a little better than we thought, you know, but still, you know, it's, it's this team was constructed like that. Fair enough, man. So they're two and a half games up on that second wild card spot. Uh, and they will go to Arizona and San Francisco, two teams who are under 500. Not easy places to go and play, mind you. This is not the Pirates and the Reds. It's going to be a much, you know, uh, greater challenge for them uh, in these up to uh, two coming series. So here's what they have beyond that. I'll give you that. And we'll jump back to, uh, to football. They're at Arizona for three at San Fran for three off day on Monday. They're off Thursday and Monday, by the way, uh, they're back home then for three against Miami, three against Washington. Then they go to Miami. Then their schedule gets a lot tougher at Atlanta, Toronto here, Atlanta here. Um, 
you know, be, before it softens up a little bit. So that's what the Phillies have coming up. They're hoping that they're going to have Wheeler back soon. They're hoping that they're going to have Sir Anthony back soon. If they get those two guys back, I really like their chances. Of course, Bryce Harper returned this weekend, had the big hit Friday night. He right. is uh, he is a, a guy for the moment, that's for sure. Gets a hit in his first at bat, drives in two, uh, and the place went bananas. So uh, Harper back certainly helps everything, that's for sure. So uh, plenty of Phillies. All right, uh, Eagles-wise, we've been discussing the roster and the cutdown, which is tomorrow at 4 o'clock. But as it always seems to happen, there's drips and drabs of stuff coming out. So if you're just joining us, so what we're hearing right now, and this is from multiple different outlets and sources, Jaquaski tart safety will be cut. Cameron Tom, offensive lineman, will be cut. Carson Strong, quarterback, can be cut. Now, mind you, all these people could end up, at least some of them could end up on the practice squad. Uh, Jason Huntley, running back, going to be cut. Uh, Ren, defensive tackle, going to be cut. Did I miss any? No. We've heard that thus was far? No. Right. So that's kind of where we're at right now with uh, who's out. I can't say any of those are shockers. I mean, Tart, yeah. you expect it was going to make this team when they signed him from San Francisco. But the way he's played and how he kind of hasn't been, been here either, I don't think any of those are really surprising. No. And, and I said when they brought Tart in, I was wondering, my, my biggest question was, why did the 49ers let him go? Yes. When you when you play in a defensive scheme like the 49ers and you're still in the prime of your career, what is it that he's lacking? Because as I said a couple of weeks ago, they went out and got Deshaun Gibson. They got rid of a guy who already was in their system, knew the system, playing for a rugged defense. They let him go back in the spring. And then they go out and get another veteran to fill the gaps in on the back end of their defense. Mm-hmm. So I thought Tart was iffy coming in, you know. Yeah, yeah you're right. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. now, from what we're hearing, he's not going to be here. So I'm not surprised that he didn't make this team. I, I What I saw from Tart was a DB that just didn't have the turnover that I saw, you know, um, other guys on the squad have. What I mean by turnover, his hip turnover, you know, his hips being able to move fluently. Um, the speed that you need to be if you're a box safety you know, not necessarily go sideline to sideline, but get to where you need to get there and, and bring something behind it when you get there. I didn't see that from Tart. I didn't see the, the 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 speed that you need to be as a starting or even competing safety right now. And, you know, and, and um, I would love to sit down and just watch film with him. You know what I'm saying? Just, you know, we could, you know, discuss what he's seeing, what I'm seeing, because what I saw was a, a Will linebacker playing and trying to play safety. Mm-hmm. I didn't necessarily see a guy that could play safety and, and, right. and run as consistently and be that guy. You know, when you got to go out there and you got to cover a slot, that would mean that that's, that's six all day. You know what I'm saying? That, that's, he just didn't have the, he didn't have the, not necessarily, well, his foot speed, but change of direction. Okay. Quickness. That's the biggest thing, the quickness, the change of direction. He doesn't have it. I didn't see it. I, and that's I just why I would love to sit down and watch film with him. Maybe he sees something I didn't see, or could, he could show me what I'm lacking. You know, as far as you know, my breakdown and, and watching and analyzing the game. No, I, I don't think it, I don't think it was just you. If they're releasing him, apparently they saw the same thing you saw. <laughs> you know, I mean, the team. But I, I guess the question I have is: Are they really going to go into the season, guys, with Epps, Harris, and then massive question marks after that? Unless you pick off somebody on the waiver wire. Because veterans like are going to be cut. Yeah, vet, you, they, they, veterans are going to be cut. Yeah, they have to. They have to bring in a guy, you know, that that 
can can play from sideline to sideline. Right now, we have Epps is the only deep safety that we have. We got a couple guys we think can play in the box, and I, I think Harris can play in the box. Right. Um, he's quick enough to play in the box. I don't know if he's good enough to be out there at corner. I mean, um, at, at slot corner, if they, he has to go out there and play slot corner. But, I mean, I was spoiled from what I had before. I was spoiled because I had Malcolm Jenkins. He could do that. True. You know what I'm saying? But I, I think it's unfair for me to think that um, Harris, Anthony Harris, can go out there and play at the level of a um, of a Malcolm Jenkins. And we haven't found anybody to replace that guy yet. Mm-hmm. Can Joshua you know, Scott be that guy, be that third safety when they play big nickel? And that way you can have Harris cover tight ends and running backs and, and, and have uh, Josiah Scott being a, 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 a nickel corner slash safety. You could do that. I can see that working. That could that could actually that could be a a, a pretty good lineup. You know what I'm saying? Thinking of um, Josiah Scott. I mean, he has the feet. He has the ability to be a slot corner. I mean, you don't worry as much. I wouldn't worry as much about if you know if a guy goes into motion, and him being able to go out there and cover that guy as in motion. You know, I it'd be hard for me to see Tart follow a guy in motion and be able to use the change of direction. To go meet him at the at the at the point in which he's covering him, or get through and run past somebody to get to him. I don't see that type of quickness with it. How about uh, because they have three really good corners, and you feel good about does that? Can yes. that cover up some of these warts? Yes. Are, I guess is where I'm going yes. with this. Okay. Yes. And do they view it that way? Maybe. Um, what they view is they got guys that can mix it up up front to create havoc up front. That's what and I've been saying. They don't yes. have to cover as as far, but you know, because it's, it's it's, I still think that their covering ability, they could be, still be more aggressive with the lineup that they have, the starters that they have. They could be still aggressive. Like people understand, they were blitzing, they were blitzing Miami right. in the second and half and couldn't get home. Well, and right, get get home, quote you know? unquote blitzing. Right. Well, I know if those guys that are starting can blitz and get there. Yeah, I know. Yesterday, none of them could get there. You know, so I was, I was, I was, um, I was a bit perturbed about that. You know, um, it, it it didn't look good. It didn't look good at all. If you if you have a lethal front seven on defense, it can cover up a lot of your deficiencies on yes. the back end. Yes. And I've seen it happen time and time again with too many teams. Um, you make average corners and average safeties look like pro bowlers on the back end because they don't have to cover as long. They don't have to come up as make as many tackles because your front seven is like rock solid. Right. You know, um, but I still have question marks how this how this unit is going to be utilized by that defensive coordinator. I still have major reservations about this. I'm telling you, man, as far Gannon is a lightning rod. There I'm are telling people you, telling ready you. to pounce. Like if this defense isn't exceptional, they're gonna. It's gonna come down hard on him. I'm telling you right now. It, I, with, I, with with them playing Detroit, I keep thinking of the line from from the movie. Um, uh, Denzel Washington was was a head coach. The football oh, movie. Uh, remember the Titans. Remember the Titans. In the second half of that game, where the, where the coach says, "You blitz all night long." And let them remember the night they played the Eagles. That's what I'm telling you. You guys, you guys getting paid a lot of money. You blitz all night on Jared Goff until you make him beat you. Because I don't think he can beat us. I don't think the receivers can beat us. 
and you make the Detroit Lions remember the year they played the Eagles in a season opener. Mm-hmm. I'm blitzing all night against Detroit. No question. No question. Yeah. Make them make this because their offensive line is good. It's, so yeah, it's not yeah. like you just beat them one on one. They right. got a Penny School, right. Big V. They got a Decker. They got a really, a really sustainable offensive line that can that can run block and pass block. I can see them being okay. Um, what I question right now is their quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Can he make plays? I mean, they got Jared some receivers. Goff. Yeah. I don't know if Goff can can you know do it. I mean, he seems pretty confident. You know, he has weapons. He has DeAndre Smith. You know, he's right, got right. uh you know, he has got that, you know, uh Jamal Williams. You know, he's got St. Brown. St. Brown out there, you know. Who's legit. Yeah, DJ Brown, bad boy. Yeah. They got DJ Clark, you know, who's a really good um wide receiver also. So Yeah, there's some skill positions there. I, yeah. I'll tell you the other thing I would do is I, I know the Eagles got AJ Brown. I, I would still pound it down their throat. You ran for two hundred and forty six yards on him last year. Until you show me you can stop it, I, I'm giving you a healthy dose of that. Run the, ah, Run the ball. Run the ball. Ah, Run the ah, ball ah, until they make you. Until yeah. they make you do something different. Don't be sure. ah, Absolutely. Ah. I mean, do they get cute though? That's the only thing. Do they get? Cute? Yeah. See. Yeah. Uh, look, you could play action off of it, but I don't. I don't think you need to. Uh, look, I would stick with the base. Hey, hey, if the run, the Lions are stuffing the run. Okay, then let's let's open this thing up. But if I, I'm if I'm Detroit, I'm watching this film of Miami. Hey, look, the Eagles, the Eagles outside containment, they bite on this fake every time. Mm-hmm. Hey, we can run this all day because Jared Goff has mobility. Jared, Jared Goff has some mobility. And he has a much stronger arm than Tua. I'll say that. Much yes. stronger arm than Tua. Yeah, absolutely. Agreed. All right, we come back. We'll dive into the NFL. We'll go around the league with everything that went down this weekend. We're going to preview week 16, which is Christmas Eve, which is kind of like a three-part. There's a Thursday night, Saturday heavy. Sunday, they're actually a Monday too, so it's it's a, an interesting weekend and week to get into uh, with all the games that we have on tap. A little later, birthdays, we got all kinds of stuff in store for you, so don't go anywhere. Rob Ellis, Barrett Brooks, Derek Gunn, we are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. I want to tell you about Flynn Tree Services. Flynn Tree Services is an experienced, licensed, and insured Pennsylvania tree services company that will trim or remove any unwanted trees off of your property. They offer cost-effective solutions to any tree problem that you may face. So do you have any type of issue in your yard or on your property with your trees? If you do, they're just a quick phone call away. They are experts trimming all types of trees, and they serve southeastern PA, South Jersey, northern Delaware. Flynn Tree Services specializes in tree removal, stump grinding, as well as tree pruning. Now keep in mind, we are right now entering that time of year, the storm season, hurricanes, etc., it's a great time to have your trees evaluated. Make sure they're good to go. If you got some trees that are a little bit older, you might want to have some of the branches trimmed back, or you might want to have that thing taken down before it causes any kind of big problems for you. You go to their Facebook or Instagram page for more information or a sampling of their work. Give Flynn Tree Services a call at 610-850-2848. 610-850-2848 or online at FlynnTreeServices.com. That's FlynnTreeServices.com.
Go passionately. Go fearlessly. Go confidently. Go first! <clears throat> Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years, and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction, go with trust, and go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go birds. Plan your day with confidence. Definitely want to keep the umbrellas on hand. And keep your family safe with action news and AccuWeather. Numerous tornadoes. Well over seven inches of rain. Your go-to team when severe weather strikes. The water is still rising right now. Keeping you prepared wherever you watch. On TV, on 6abc.com, and on our streaming apps. And that's when we go severe weather mode and on the air for you. Action news and AccuWeather. The team you trust. In Philadelphia, we celebrated the miracle with pride only five years ago. And then the following morning, IBEW Local 98 members went back to work, building this city, rescuing our communities from decay, and inspiring the young men and women of the region to take pride in who we are. Like the cats, Local 98 members believe in hope. To learn more about who we are, what we do, and career opportunities with Local 98, visit us, ibew98.org. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Go for the pulse. And the pools. Go for the ooze. And the oz. Go for the bubbles. And the bubbly. Go for the story. And the stories. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome on back. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network on this Monday. Hope you had a great weekend, everybody. All right, so let's uh, let's dive into a little NFL, guys. And, it, you know, it's one of those days where there's, you know, news kind of just filtering down, filtering down as we speak, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so Josina Anderson is reporting that Darren Waller uh, has a is discussing a deal that would make him the highest paid tight end at his position somewhere in the neighborhood of 16 million a year. Oof. Who would have thought tight ends getting that kind of money, man? Hey, who would have thought wide receivers are getting a bottom tier quarterback money? <laughs> right. I mean, seriously. That's well, crazy. you know, but tight ends right. have become more than just, um, just blockers. You know, the days of Mark Bavaro tight ends are gone right now. You oh know, yeah. These guys oh, are yeah. so specialized and you know what they bring to the table, man. They, they become uh, actually uh matchup nightmares now. So, I mean, Kudos to them because uh, they've shown the ability not just be blockers or, you know, every once in a while you you hit them on a boot. But these guys are running routes and they're getting, you know, one-on-one routes and, and you know, winning. So, hey, you know, plays designed and, around them. Yeah, Gronkowski, Travis Kelsey. Man, they opened the doors for, for tight ends to get paid. Yes, yeah, they did. Yes, yeah, they did. Man, 
Yeah. Game changer for sure. All right. So uh, let's hit a couple things here, guys. So first off this, I mean, I, I feel like, and I hate it, but I feel like every, every show we're, we're talking about some other just awful story, but um, you know, the Brian Robinson situation. So apparently he's, he's a third round pick running back out of Alabama for, for mm. Washington. Was mm. good and, last year too. Yeah, yeah. So he, he, he goes, he goes get something to eat at some like crab place or whatever. And I don't know the full story. If he got carjacked or he was just being robbed, you know, he, he ends up taking two bullets, you know, in his leg and his hip. Now he's had surgery. I saw him. He, he, he put on his Instagram page. Hey, thanks for the prayers. I'm doing great. You know, I expect a full recovery and his spirits apparently are awesome, but my God, man, like, this is where this guy can't even go out and get something to eat, you know, like after practice yesterday. Isn't that crazy, man? It's insanity. That That's is crazy. Society we live in, man. Everywhere you go, you have to look over your shoulder. Really? That's the world we live in today. You can't take your family out to a park and just enjoy the park. You, you, you got to look around everywhere you go. Grocery store, movie theater. Yep. You know, wild, wild west, man. It's I'm telling you, man, it's, it's, it's ridiculous, man, uh, what we have to deal with in our society nowadays. That's a shame. Yeah. You know, you got to worry about somebody taking what you have, you know, because they they see that you might have something, whether it's a car or jewelry or something, and they just want to try to take what you have, what you worked for to get. Yeah. And put your put your life, your life. in harm's way. Yeah, your life. Yep. Yeah. Tell I me, know. man. I know. Look, the, the the positive, if there's a positive to glean out of this, uh, thankfully, he may even be discharged as early as today. They feel very optimistic that he's going to make a full recovery. Uh, Ron Rivera wouldn't even rule out. Now, this is like secondary to his life, but Ron Rivera wouldn't even rule out him maybe coming back this year. So yeah, that's yeah. Th- those are good signs uh, for, for this guy. But Bro, I remember I, uh, <laughs> I played with Joey Porter. He got shot in the ass. He came back and played. <laughs> <laughs> I've been shot in the ass many times. I didn't have to play the next day. <laughs> that is crazy, uh, anyway. man. I mean, it's it's, it's yeah. no, I hear you. It's it's ridiculous. You know, you just can't go. You can't go and enjoy yourself. It's like Philly's like the wild wild west now. You know, you really uh, and and it's so bad. Just just things. You know, in general, that you know, Jersey just passed. It. You know, you can you can have a license to carry now. It used to be you couldn't do that. Jeez. Now you can get a license to carry. Right. So, you know, it's it's time is definitely times are changing, man. You know, not for the better. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. not for the better. But again, you know, mm-hmm. we're thinking about him and you know, good news is it appears like he's gonna he's gonna be okay. Right. So uh that's the Brian Robbins. This is another one I want I'm gonna just get this over with because it's again, it's awful. But uh the Bills have released Matt Ariza, the punter. Yeah, yeah. Um so Brandon Bean spoke over the he's their general manager he, he spoke over the weekend and basically what he said was this stuff was sealed because it wasn't a criminal uh complaint it, it has now become a civil uh complaint right therefore they couldn't get access to it he said i he even reached out to a handful of other teams who were looking to take a rise potentially and you know went through his background and they didn't have anything on it either now does that excuse the bills i don't think it does uh they were made aware of this civil suit and and if you're not familiar with it he's accused of uh taking part in a gang rape yes so um the and he's already said that he did have sex with the girl right but he states that it was consensual in fact i think they said that 
he started it, and then it, things got out of hand after that. Yes. So it's 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 ridiculous. But the you know what we are talking about is he wasn't a player in the NFL then. Though. No, he was still so, in college. So yeah. how can the NFL rule anything about this right now? Yeah, yeah the whole but, thing but the NFL does. But every team has 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 security people. They do background checks. Plus, they hire indiv- a lot of them hire independent investigative firms to do background checks. I guarantee you, Big Dom of the Eagles would have known this stuff about yeah. this kid. I guarantee you, Big Dom and his people would have known. Yeah, the history of this guy. Yeah, it's um, uh, it's and he's denying. I, I know he just you know he's denying it. Uh, he said they they so Barrett what the way what you were referencing. Um, Apparently the, the the Jane Doe, they're not giving her name out. She was underage. She was 17. He was 21 at the time. Uh, the I guess the the FBI or the police, I'm sorry, in that area in San Diego had him sort of like a, a, a call to set him up or whatever, and they were listening in. At one point he agreed that they had sex consensually. Uh, and then he sort of like veered off of that and it, it's a whole thing. So apparently she was 17, he was he was 21, and there was a lot more to it than that. I'm trying to spare people the the the, the details of all of it. Right, right, the whole situation's right. bad, but anyway, he's he has been released by the Bills after all of that, mm. for what it's worth. So anyway, um, mm. onto the field. I and mean, there's no again, there's no transition that that we're going to like real stuff to fun and games here. So it is what it is. But uh, uh, Tyrod Taylor yesterday ends up getting hurt. He was playing in the in the Giants game. Daniel Jones was not playing in the game, but Tyrod was. And uh, he actually completed the ball, and then he, he took a pretty nasty shot, and he was down, and it looked bad. But by all accounts, it's it, he's just sore, and he and he tweaked his back a little bit. But Brian Dable, their coach, said they don't think it's going to be anything all that serious. I, I'm a, a firm believer, Derek, kind of like you are with Bridgewater. I think right. eventually Tyrod Taylor takes that job over for Daniel I, Jones. I agree. If he's yeah. healthy, if he's not seriously hurt right now, you're talking about a back issue now. We don't know what to agree. And I hate when coaches come out and say it doesn't look serious right now. Then all of a sudden, a few days later, he's missing four to six weeks because of a, a small fracture or something, small tear somewhere. You know, just say, you know, we don't know. We're doing more medical tests. You will have further. We'll give you further information as it's made available to us. Mm-hmm. Coaches come out and say that too commonly. You know, it doesn't look serious right now. And it yeah. turns out to be a lot more serious than it is. But I agree with you, Rob. I think, and I've said it on this show, I think Tyrod Taylor, ushers Daniel Jones from under center before it's all said and done. Now, Tyrod Taylor's a 12-year journeyman, played with a lot of teams. He had a decent measure of success when he was in Buffalo. Um, and he's back. He's with he, That was before Dayball got there, I believe. But now he's with Dayball. And right. as we know, Dayball likes to move his quarterbacks around, have them thrown on a run. And that's what Tyrod Taylor does better than being a stationary par- t- target in the pocket. Mm-hmm. And so I do think because of his experience, um, I think he's going to be quarterback in that team, and who's to say they may not play better with him under center of the Daniel Jones? Yeah, gonna be gonna be interesting to see how that yep. shakes out. The Giants have, I mean, they have a ton of injuries and a ton of other issues uh, that they're worried about. Like, I don't know how closely you guys have followed the Kenny Galladay thing since he's gotten there, but it's been a total disaster. Oh, I mean, he, he didn't play his first year there. He first year got there. Well, he played towards the end, but yeah, right. he hasn't done anything. No. no. He has That's the biggest heist money. everywhere. Was <laughs> he has stolen money. He, he should be in a mask, Kenny. Right. <laughs> He's I mean, been terrible. He was the number one uh, free agent receiver. You know what I'm saying? What, two years mm-hmm. ago? 
the number one free agent. He was, yeah, he was. He did. He has done nothing. I mean, he has everything. He's six foot five, like two ten, two fifteen, can run. Uh huh. And just he just totally uh. He, he got him. Well, he got so him. I'm guessing like he's pissed off that they had him in the game uh, yesterday, right? Did you guys see this video where he wouldn't like he wouldn't even attempt a block? No, you see this? See no, what? All right, so he, there's it's like a run play and it's kind of around the end. And he he kind of runs over to the guy and then he sort of just like he doesn't even make contact to to impede any of the guy's progress on a play. It, it, it was like, come on, man, like. It was bad. It, it was not a good look, and I'm sure, I'm sure. De- look, they can't do anything with him. The the there's the cap implications are deadly, so he's not going anywhere. They just got to pray that he starts trying a little bit. You know, is mm. all I can say. But it, may, it makes you appreciate what the Eagles have. Yeah, the Eagles don't have those kind of dudes. But it's sure. culture. That's all culture based, bro. When you when you have a culture, a winning culture, you know, and and, and it's like, for instance, like when I first uh. When I first got to Kansas State, I used to hear stories about when Snyder first got there the year before, how he ran everybody out with that losing mentality. You know what I'm saying? He went from having, uh, like, maybe 50 scholarship athletes at the time to, like, having just, like, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe like, 18 guys that were on scholarship. And he went and got some players from, um, from JUCO and, mm-hmm. you know, started, you know, bringing in guys on his own until he changed the culture. You know, and I can remember we were the first – we were his first class that came in and really changed what K-State football was. He brought a new culture, you know, a bunch of hard-headed guys, you know, were that may have been undisciplined to start off, mm-hmm. but he ran all that out of us. Yeah. And he ran guys out. I mean, Dave was going to have to do the same thing. He has to run a lot of those bad seeds, a lot of those bad apples out of uh, out of that locker room in order to change the culture because it could mm-hmm. be a long, long year if they don't, a long yeah. year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And look, I I do actually believe Dable will be a good head coach. It's just a I matter of, you know, it's going to take a little, it's going to take a minute for him to, to get that thing straight. He's digging his way out of a hole, man. That's for sure. Uh, Sam Darnold, they're thinking, they're calling it a severe high ankle sprain. It's bad enough when it's a high ankle sprain. When you say throw severe onto it. So, you know, you could be looking at six, eight weeks Somewhere in that neighborhood, it looks like Philip Walker, the uh, old Temple product, is going to be the backup there because you also lost Matt Corral, if you remember to that Liz Frank. So they better hope that Baker Mayfield, who doesn't exactly have a history of staying healthy, no. better hope he stays healthy, man, in Carolina. No, you know when they say anytime you say severe high ankle sprain, that means something's torn in there, something's torn or something's cracked in there, which means six to eight weeks is being modest in terms of him being out. But you're right. They've lost their draft pick. Uh, Baker Mayfield had a serious shoulder injury not too long ago. Yep. And and PJ Walker now, while PJ has looked pretty good, at, and I've seen him, I saw Carolina play. Yeah, he's twice. been okay when he's gotten. He's chances. Been okay. Yeah. You know, yeah. he's playing for his old college coach, um, but he's still PJ Walker. You know, it's not. It's not like he's ready for prime time yet. No. Carolina's got some issues in the quarterback situation. You know, Sam Darnold to me was never going to be a guy in the equation anyway. Right, <laughs> but he is—he is a veteran backup. He would know, have been now. a fine backup. Yeah, yeah but yeah. he's not even there now. You're down two quarterbacks, so now you got to go out and try to find another quarterback and yeah. give him a crash course in your offensive system. 
Yeah, I mean, the one advantage, Walker knows the system. He wasn't going to make the team had everybody stayed healthy, but at right, least you know, right. you know, he's going to know what he's doing out there um, for sure. So that, that one is is one to keep your eye on. All right, did, did you guys see the, the Brady press conference after the game? Oh, my goodness. No. Go ahead, go ahead, Mr. Conspiracy Theorist. theorist. No, Let me hear I, that. I, go ahead. He looked weird. Okay. Did he not look a little what? weird? How did he look weird, Rob? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Rob. Tell he's us. A, he's aging the other way. I, I Maybe it's just unbelievable. Benjamin Button. An incredible diet uh, that he has going. I don't know. He's aging the other way. He looks like 28. He's 45. I, I don't. But God bless him if that's what's going on, if that's all that's going on. Why don't you, uh, why don't you tell us what you said in the pre-show meeting, Rob? <laughs> I think there may have been some work done. That's all. I don't know. I mean, I'm just – I don't know. I'm just – I'll leave it at that. So anyway, um, <laughs> but he, he, he's, he's, he won't give yeah, exactly Dion that there may be some of that, some Botox action or something else. But uh, I thought the other interesting thing is he was, you're never going to get the answer as to why he was out for those two weeks. You're just not, he's not going to give it up. I just don't see Brady doing that. But then again, all that said, when the time he was on the field Saturday, he's dealing hey, like he always does. You see him? Zip, yeah, zip, 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 zip. I'm telling you. I mean, it is what it that's is. That's why I said, that's why I said, you know, they, they're taking a hit. They're taking a hit at um, uh, at the offensive line, significant hit. Yeah, but they're still not, you're still not going to get to Brady because they may run the ball 10 times a game. Brady may have 6,000 yards passing this year. Brady's not holding that football, man. Yeah, I'm not sure I've ever seen a guy with a combination quicker release and ability to process like Brady does. I mean, I it, it is out of there in sec in a second. Yes. It's, a, it's remarkable. It really is. They say uh, his average release time is like 1.58 seconds or something. Yeah, how like do you that. how do you it's defend ridiculous. that? Like, you what do you do? You uh, and, and that's the nature of how he runs the offense, man. That's why he, he just nickel and dimes you to death, man. You know what I'm saying? Yep. He's yes. boom, 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 boom. It goes straight down the field. You know, then all of a sudden you think he's going to, you know, throw Dig another slant. And all of a sudden, yep. bam, it's a sluggo route. Boom, over the top of the mic. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, 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 he, just like you said, his pre-snap, man. It's, it has everything to do with his pre-snap, man. If I was a, ever coach a, a kid in high school or, or even, you know, Pop Warner. You got to teach him that pre-snap read. Forget making right, an athlete, right. man. Show him mm -hmm. that pre-snap read because you can still be an athlete. But if you can get the pre-snap read up, like if you go to the line, you look over it like against us. He saw that the BBs were 10, 10 feet up. I mean, 10 yards off. That's like taking candy from a baby. All you have to do is run a slant, come back, or just sit there on a stop route. It's going to take the DB five or six steps to get there. Yep. Get the ball out, bam. You know what I'm saying? That's an instant five yards to – Maybe even mm -hmm. eight yards and starting off on first yeah. down. That's right. Now second and two. Yeah. Man, your playbook goes from here to like this. Right. You know, after just taking advantage of that type of things, or he sees the safety and he sees the safety leaning over and he sees that linebacker starting to slide over a little bit. He knows the blitz is coming from there. So now he can communicate with his receiver. Hey, you run exactly where that blitz is coming from, and I'm gonna get the ball to you because there's gonna be nobody to tackle you because they're blitzing from that area, and they're not gonna be able to replace that guy that's blitzing before you get there. Yeah, you can't like it from a baby. You cannot out chess move Tom Brady even at 45 years of age, bro. It's just, yeah. mm -hmm. and then when you look at the, the the weapons they've surrounded him with, Evans, Godwin, Cameron Brait, you know. Running backs out of the backfield, he'll swing it. He'll swing it out of the backfield as quick as he'll dink it and dunk it over the middle mm -hmm. of the field. Yeah, he don't make a difference with him. That's yeah, he why doesn't said, care. There's no like. There's care. not some pride. He doesn't care if it's a two yard, whatever, whatever it takes. Right. I mean, it's just it is what it is. Um, 
Alexander Madison, the uh, the the running back for the Vikings, is, is apparently on the block, the trading block. They're looking to move him. There you He's go. He's done a nice job behind Cook. Yes, uh, he has during his career. I, I, that, that's a guy. You need a running back, man. I'd give some serious consideration. Absolutely. Him. I, again, who was this again? Alexander, Alexander Madison. Madison. Yeah. Absolutely. Good, good guy. If you look at his numbers, he's played three years in the NFL. Yeah, hard uh, runner. First year in 13 games, 462 yards. Next year, 13 games, 434. Last year in 16, 491. Uh, yards per carry last year wasn't great. It was under four, but the, his first two seasons, it was 4.6, 4.5. Uh, he he's a guy who will help somebody if you could get him on the cheap. Now I don't know if you're gonna be able to get him on the cheap, but just to just to throw it out there for an Eagles team, we keep talking about maybe needing some running back depth. Just a thought. Initial point uh, of contact. Initial no, I don't point like contact. He's a Boston No, he's a bigger he's a bigger version. He's a bigger version. Yeah, he's a hard runner. Keeps the legs churning. That's what you kept saying though. We need a, a, a what another Jordan Howard in five eleven two fifteen. Yeah, you know so. Why not give him a shot? He, he he's a good ball player. I hate to say that about any Minnesota player, but he's that a good ball you. player. I know that hurt you. That hurt me. Cut yeah, me to the core. Cut me deep. Mar- Marvin's listening somewhere. Marvin Gunn heard that somewhere. Yeah, I'm sure I'll get a text before the show's over. See, you're coming really? around. Exactly. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. You want to take my running back? Really? Yeah, that's what he would say. That's exactly what he would say. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, give a little love to Ernie Zampezi, who passed yeah, away at 86 man. years old. Uh, this is a guy wow. who was an innovator, man. Yes, yeah. he was. Yeah. He yeah. was the offensive coordinator for Air Coriel with the Chargers yep. back in the day. Yep. The Cowboys. Uh, Won a the, Super Bowl with the Cowboys. Right. Uh, he was with the Rams, the Patriots. This guy coached 24 years in the league. So, uh, hell of a career. And he was a guy who a lot of people point to and helped usher in sort of the modern version of what the what offense the passing game in particular looks like now so he's a guy who was uh, re- greatly respected throughout the league his son coaches with the commanders okay uh, yeah so yeah i know ernie very well that's my dude i know it's uh, his son yeah ken ken is ken, the son yeah ken is yeah, a great dude qb great coach dude. Yeah. yeah i was yeah. with uh, ken when i was with um was he? he was with the steelers with me and i think he was also with green favor okay yeah, and Troy Aikman mentioned him in his Hall of Fame speech, Ernie Camp, Camp, uh, Zampezi. So he's mm-hmm. well thought of, dude. Uh, been around a long time. Stopped coaching in 04. Yeah, uh, went yeah, into retirement. Yeah. So anyway, props to him. Um, all right, so uh, week 16, we are up to, fellas. Believe it or not, in, in the in the schedule, what we do uh, each day, we kind of look at the best games uh, around the league. Um, this is the Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, day after uh, weekend. <clears throat> In the NFL, you do have a Thursday night. The Thursday night game is it? Good luck, Al Michaels, and uh, I'll be watching it. I'll be watching it. I'll watch it too. Uh, Jets. Rob, you watch anything, man? You, I'll watch you. it. Yeah, I'll watch anything. I'm pathetic. I pathetic. <laughs> Jeez, I, uh, I wouldn't go that far now. I, I would. Yeah, Jets and the Jags are Thursday night, so that's yeah. Usually, it, it ain't good. Let's put it that way. But there are a lot of good games. Saints and the Browns. And these are all, by the way, these are Saturday, Christmas Eve games, just to be clear. Saints and Browns, Bengals and Patriots, Washington, San Francisco, the Eagles-Cowboys is the 425 game. Okay, so that's the, uh, and the night game, I believe, is the Raiders-Steelers. It is. Yep. So that's a that's a pretty strong little lineup for Saturday. Yeah, it is. Now, your Sunday games are good, too. Packers-Dolphins, Broncos-Rams. Bucks Cardinals is the night game. There's only three, and then Monday night is Chargers Colts. So that's another good. 
you know, mm-hmm. they don't disappoint much, man. That's going to be a tricky weekend for people. You know, you got, yeah, you got how do Christmas you navigate Eve, that? Yeah, Christmas yeah. Day. Yeah. Oh, man. That's going to be now, how do you now, navigate Now, that? outside of the Eagles game, give me one game that you guys must see TV that weekend. Outside of the Eagles game. I got to go. Uh, I got to go. Raiders Steelers. Raiders Steelers. Okay. Wow. I'm gonna go. Ooh. Actually, I I might go. Even though Chargers Colts is pretty good, also. Yes. Huh. What do you say, Rob? Packers Dolphins. Oh. I'm looking forward to that one. Man. I I am I'm fascinated every time I see Mike McDaniel speak. In, in, in a weird way. Like, I, I can't – it's like an accident that I'm driving past and I have to look. I'm like, this guy's out there, man. He's like – he's deep, but he's also kind of strange. Have right, you guys right, picked right, up on this right. vibe? Yeah. He'll yeah, say yeah, things yeah. and you're kind of like, wait, what? What, what does that mean? I don't, I'm telling you, if you haven't started to observe this guy, just check out what's going on with him. He's, he's different, man. It makes he's you different. sick, huh? See, for I, me, it's that Chargers-Colts game. Yeah. If push comes to shove, char- and I'm, I was about to say Tampa Arizona because that that's going to be, but that Chargers Colts game that that's going to be Colts running attack against the Chargers aerial attack. That's going to be a good matchup to watch. I think the Chargers maybe more than any team in the NFL. You talk to one person, they're yeah. telling you they're winning the Super Bowl, and the other no, one has them not no. making the playoffs. I, I'm I'm telling you the variance with the Chargers is all over the place, bro. The, they say they say uh, they said stuff like a. Uh, well, they've always had talent like that, but never done anything with it. It's true. And I think about it. It's true. We've had Rodgers. They've had Ladanian. They've had some yes, talent had. there. Sproles. Oh, yeah. I've watched. Uh, they couldn't win one with Dan Fouts. Yeah. Remember, remember what's the name? Marion um, oh, Barber? Barber, yeah. Butts. But, but, yeah, whatever his name was. Defensive end. Oh, man, they had, they had a Oh, squad. Sean Merriman. Yeah, Sean, Sean Merriman. Merriman. Yeah, Look, man, you had, yeah. you had Dan Fouts. Charlie Joyner, Kellen Winslow, John Jefferson. They couldn't come close to winning the Super Bowl. I'm telling you, I've watched this Chargers team, the history, too long and too closely. That team is cursed. That organization, I don't care if they're the San Diego Chargers or the Los Angeles Chargers. The Chargers are cursed. They're cursed. Yeah. I, listen, I hear right, you. Man. And I mean, a lot, all their fans think that. They have a really good quarterback, and they have what should be. I, I have to really dig in on their offensive line, but they have a really good defensive line. I mean, usually, if that's the case, yeah, you know, you got a chance. Um, but they're in a brutal division, like we've talked about a million times. Who comes out? Who survives? Not no there are four teams coming out of that division. There aren't no. four. No, no, yeah, that much Can't. we know. Can't. Uh, and Kansas City, you know, Kansas City, I think. I think there's a lot of motivation there um, for that team, considering they lost Tyreek Hill and a lot of people, I don't want to say people wrote them off. That's way too strong, but a lot of people sort of discounted them after that happened. And I think there's still a lot of, obviously you got Mahomes. There's I, a lot know, of I, I, I they're winning I, that I, division. They're winning yeah. that division. I'm telling no. you. Oh, I, I, I don't like their defense. No, I don't either. But I do like that man under center and his ability to create plays and put points on the board. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, listen. He's the he's that guy. I mean, uh, the, uh, I, I, I the other we've talked about this before. I I think the Chargers are definitely one of them. You always hesitate to go against Tampa with Brady, but I don't know. Something feels weird there to me. I know, and I know you guys can come back at me. And it's the Botox. <laughs> and week ten and say you're crazy. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, is he all in? 
Well, yeah, that's it right there. Is he all in? Will he and he can only do invested? it one way. This dude only knows yeah. one way. Yeah, he's a, he's he's the ultimate competitor, man. He's not stepping on that field half in it. You know, yeah. he's not gonna. Have, he steps on that field. He's all about his business, man. He's gonna want maximum effort every time they snap the ball, and because of his competitive juices. Tampa Bay is going to be in the conversation come late December, early January, jockeying for a position, playoff positioning. All right, let, I, I, I got. While we're on that, I know we've discussed this before, but I. It feels also like New England's in some trouble. Yes. Now, do you guys do the same thing where you say, "Hey, it's Belichick, no way"? No, I. Not this time. That one's feeling weird. <clears throat> not this time. Why? Uh, because of the coaching structure. Yes. Yes. Uh, Matt Patricia is now the offensive play caller. I don't know, man. Uh, um, they won ten games. They won ten games last year with a rookie. Okay, now yeah, you know people were laughing when Brady left and won a Super Bowl his first year in Tampa. See, we knew Belichick was all about Brady. Well, you know Belichick slowly had to rebuild that thing, right? Right. And so you go out last year. You, you, you get a quarterback who was a rookie. He sets the record for consecutive completions, which means he was quick strike, quick strike, quick strike. So they're using some of that, that Brady mentality in terms of how quarterbacks are running the offense. They were right there at the doorstep, you know, you know, right behind Buffalo. I think if anybody's going to figure this thing out, it's Bill Belichick before it starts. They'll figure it out. And, and, and the Patriots are going to be a very competitive team this year. Uh, to me, it's not necessarily Belichick. I'm just looking at the roster. I, I just don't see it from the roster standpoint. You know, I mean. Yeah, from a, from a ta- like, do, do from they a have weapons for Mac have, Jones? Yeah, yeah. You know, he's not, he's not one of those guys that's going to, you know, run around and elongate play. He's going to be right there. Do they have enough of the – Wide receivers, yeah, they went out and got Devontae Parker from Miami. Right. But after that, you got Nelson and who else? Ty Montgomery, uh, Jacoby Myers, LaJordan Humphrey, Nelson Aguilar. Yeah, that's very You look at the the tight end situation, they have one of the best combination tight ends in the league, man. Hunter Henry and and Jonu Smith, they got a really good tight end combination. I like the tight ends. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm not count- I'm not counting out Patriots. I'm not counting out Patriots. I know, I know. Check, Look, I, I know it's it. blasphemous to even you know hint that that's what can't I'm thinking. It. But I'm I just I'm just my gut is telling I me. I am, I am. I, yeah. I just don't I don't see enough. I don't see enough on the defense side of the ball either. I don't really? see any either. It's supposed Ooh. to be a deep. All right, this deep. Right, they got Jalen Mills starting in one corner. Yeah, he's their, he's their guy. He's their number yeah. one corner. He had a good year last year. He was cool. He was cool, but I don't after that, it's, it's, it's really up in the air. Adrian Phillips, getting kind of old, bro. You know yeah, what I'm saying? a little bit. You know. You still got Devin McCourty back there. He's uh, he's 35 now. so He's, he's real old. old. Yeah, now, you're talking about getting yeah. kind of old. He's real old. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And look, we'll see. I mean, it is Belichick. I get it. He'll, he usually adapts and overcomes and all that. All right, we'll come back. We will dive into a little open talk, including, but we've got a big birthday today, and we will we will dive into what our favorite from this artist is. So we'll do that in addition to everything else when we get back. And Barrett is also going to tell us, you know, we sit here and we kind of casually go through, this guy's out, this guy's in. 
this could be it for guys in terms of yes. the football careers. So you're going to yep. kind of walk us through with that, uh, that whole, you, you played with guys who you saw it end for them. So we'll talk about all that when we get back. Barrett, Derek, Rob, we are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Go passionately, go fearlessly, go confidently. Go first! <clears throat> go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction, go with trust. Go first! And go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go birds. Plan your day with confidence. Definitely want to keep the umbrellas on hand. And keep your family safe with Action News and AccuWeather. Numerous tornadoes. Well over seven inches of rain. Your go-to team when severe weather strikes. The water is still rising right now. Keeping you prepared wherever you watch. On TV, on 6abc.com, and on our streaming apps. And that's when we go severe weather mode and on the air for you. Action News and AccuWeather. The team you trust. In Philadelphia, we celebrated the miracle with pride only five years ago. And then the following morning, IBEW Local 98 members went back to work, building this city, rescuing our communities from decay, and inspiring the young men and women of the region to take pride in who we are. Like the cats, Local 98 members believe in hope. To learn more about who we are, what we do, and career opportunities with Local 98, visit us, ibew98.org. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Go for the polls and the pools go for the ooze and the oz go for the bubbles and the bubbly go for the story and the stories go for the win go to ocean casino resort book your trip at theoceanac.com Network, uh, hanging out with you. Do, 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 do. We're only uh, what, three days away from it being September, which is crazy when you what? think about it. We what? are a week away Thursday, a week away Thursday from the oh. NFL game of the season. Look, that part's good. If, if it's going to get to come to fall, Derek, at least we have the NFL, man. At least we have that. We had a little college football over the weekend. Yeah. Uh, watching Northwestern and Nebraska play from Ireland. Did you guys Watch catch any that? Watch My that. Yo, Scott Frost just continues to figure out ways to lose football games. Bro, I, I 
how do you lose that game, man? And what was the onside kick? You didn't what, need what it. You that had all about? the momentum. Yeah, that, what was that about? Oh, I don't know. He, he barely survived last year, and they gave him Mark Whipple, who's a really good offensive coordinator. They, they I was, Mark Whipple's my pick. guy. Mark Whipple's um, he was with me uh, with the Steelers. Mark okay, Whipple's yeah, he's a really had a guy. really he's a hell yeah. of an offensive mind, but. Frost just con- continues to figure it out. Like, they gave him the benefit of the doubt because he was a really phenomenal quarterback there. Anybody else would have been gone after last year. Man. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, they lost to Northwestern. It was good to get a little college, you know, kind of back in the system here. Um, so a couple of things. Barrett, I know you Illinois wanted to. too, right? Yeah, there Illinois were a few games, played. actually. It was Hawaii. Uh, I watched it. Man, that was late. Um, what was the other one? Vanderbilt. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, there were some, <laughs> some okay games. Flipping around. Half of it is like I'm laying in bed and I'm, I'm half right. asleep, half wide. Did I dream that? Was that, that it, was that an actual game? <laughs> There's some really good ones this weekend, uh, including Ohio State and Notre Dame. That's going to be fun Saturday oh, night. Yeah. Oh, of, yeah. Yeah, a lot of good games. Um I know you wanted to touch on this, Barry, because tomorrow at four it becomes official for a lot of these guys. Uh, you know, some of them aren't going to make a practice squad, and some of them aren't going to be picked up by another team, and they're going to get cut, and that's the end of a dream. Whether it was it never happened in the NFL or they they got a little taste or whatever the case may be, the road has come to an end, man. And we sort of do it casually when we're when we're running through rosters, not really thinking about the human part of it. But you've lived that, man. Yeah, it's nothing like man knowing that. Um... Some of you dreamed about your entire life, you know, at, at, at some point, you know, almost came as though to me, it was like it was, you know, all right, you know, I'm going to make the squad. I'm not worried about it. You know, I'm not losing any sleep. You know what I'm saying? I'm still young. And especially when you start getting towards the end of your career, you become uh, you become human again. Like, man, i got to make this squad, you know, hmm. but just the night. The, first of all, the day of the game, the night before the game, the last preseason game. You know what you have to do. You know what your objective is. You know what I'm saying? If you're not going to play for this team, you're auditioning for 31 other teams. After you get through playing a game, did you do all you could do? You think you just run through this through your head. Did, did you do everything you could do to make it as hard as you can on the cut you? Did you open up enough people's eyes from 31 other teams to bring you in? Um, you know, on this play, I should have done this. On that play, I should have did that. Didn't the coach say do this? You know, I mean, it's just – you know, well, you know, you're leaving like, all right, coach, just say nothing to me as I'm leaving out. Right. You made all these different scenarios, you know, and you're sitting back, especially tonight, you're like, man, I'm about to get this call, man, because they practice today. Right. The team practice today. So when they go home tonight, they don't have a practice the next day. <clears throat> so it's like. That's got to be, man. it's a torturous night, man. Like you, I'm sure you're trying to do everything you can to keep your mind off of it, but how do you keep your mind off of that? If you can't. know you're on the bubble, man. You can't, you can't. And you know, you, you steady looking at your phone, you know, Oh, who's this calling me? Oh, why are you calling me, man? Who's right. knocking at my door? Or, yeah. or, or a number you may not recognize you're, you go into a panic. You know, if it's not your buddy calling you, if it's something else, you're like, Oh, this is it. This is the Turk. And then, you know, I mean, I'm like, come on, man. I mean, you know why? Why? Why is the stadium calling me? Because I mean, right. I got first time I got cut, man. It was it was messed up because I was in Denver, and as I'm sitting in Denver, man, I uh, the week before I had flew my wife out. You know what I'm saying? You know we had just had China. She was only she was actually only ten or twelve days old, and she packed up all the kids and flew out. You know what I'm saying? With my uh, with my mother-in-law, they fly out. And, uh, you know, get everything set. You know, I got the apartment ready. 
I had them come out and, you know, and furnish it and everything. And um, so they're there, you know, they got there the next day. We went to this party that the, um, the, the coach Shanahan had at his house. He, he had a party at his house. <clears throat> Put it like this. They spent over a million dollars on this party. On a party? Yes. Jeez. Yes. Well, they did with the yard and everything inside a casino. They made a casino Jeez. in this house, in his house. So he, um, you know, he has his party. So as I'm coming in, you know, I got the wife, you know, I had a, I mean, I had a great camp. I'm talking about, I was in the best shape of my life. I mean, I even saw cuts and rips and I, I even saw two abs up top. I had lost all the <laughs> way. I was, I was in. You had a two pack. Yeah. yeah you had a, you had a two pack Shakur. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, the last game, I mean, just for the last game, I go down. We play in Tampa Bay, mm. and I'm running around there. I don't get tired because I mean, I'm in such good a shape. You know, I'm just killing folks, man. I'm beating up Chidi uh, Honda too, man. I'm whooping his tail. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing everything, and then I come back. I know I have a great game because mm. all the coaches keep talking to me about it. You know what I'm saying? We're flying back. They're just steady talking to me about it. Next day, we go out to practice. You know, they're talking to me about it. All of a sudden, on cut day. I get this phone call from a number. Like, why am I getting a number from a from a yeah, number? You were told clearly you're in. Like, this yeah, because you know him. he no he says that as I'm walking in with my wife. I said, Coach, you know, I want to know if I'm making a squad. You know, because I got my kids here. You know, we, we got to roll in the school or thing. I said, what are you talking about, Barrett? Hell, you could buy a house. No, don't worry about renting. Buy a house, man. That make you want to punch a coach in the I, face, I, I know. man. Bro, I'm like, all right, cool. You know, I thought I'm, I thought I was cool. Well, a guy named Blake Brockmeyer, he was on a uh, on the pup list. But in order for him to get a a million dollar bonus, he had to practice one time. And it just so that I had won the starting position, I was starting too. He had came in and he had practiced that day. He didn't even do anything in practice. He just was on the field practicing, did a couple of drills, and he that was it. So I didn't know that if he practiced one time, he would guarantee his million dollar uh, signing bonus. All of a sudden, I get that call from him and said, uh, you know, Rick, you know, Rick was the um, was the um, GM then. Where he's like, man, um, you know, I need you to come on in, man. I said, for what? Coach told me I'm good. He said, I made the squad. Well, you know how it is, man, in the NFL, man. Um, we got to let you go, man. But True. We, uh, we had like uh, we had like 10 calls for you, man. So you're going to get picked up. I said, it's not about that, bro. I said, I, I paid for this furniture. I enrolled my kids in school. I got my wife here. I got my kids. He's. And she's, you know, she's like 15 days old now. I mean, the transition said, man, you, you're, you're going to be all right, man. I think the most interested team, the, inter- the most interested teams are Pittsburgh and Green Bay. You know, Pittsburgh, Green Bay, and the Giants, you know, they're the most interested. I'm like, come on, man. So I go in, he tells it. I said, I said, bro, you could have told me this over the phone. We already talked, man. You know, since I'm walking out, I see Shanahan, Shanahan Brooksy, man. I'm, so I'm like, I'm not trying to hear what you're talking about, man. I'm yeah. pissed. I'm pissed, pissed. Yeah. So I go home. As I'm on my way home, my phone starts ringing off the hook of people calling me. Hey, man, what happened, bro? I'm like, man, they cut me, dog. They cut me, dog. So I get, you know, two phone calls. I get one from the Giants and I get one from um, from Green Bay, from their GMs. Like, hey, man, we want to fly you out. You know, what, you know what, what's going on? You know, I'm like, bro, I just got cut five minutes ago. You know, he's going to be talking to me right now. You know what I'm saying? But you know, look, Is I there a great – what is there, like a grace period? You can't – You got to be on a waiver wire four hours. Okay. Mm. Wave wire four hours. So long story long, my agent hooks it everything up. I gotta leave my wife with three kids, four kids, and yeah, a newborn. Three, three, kids, yeah. three kids, newborn, and my two daughters. Um, 
I got to lead them in in uh, Denver, Denver, Colorado, by themselves. Well, I fly out four and a half hours later. I'm on a flight on my way to Green Bay. Four and a half hours later, I'm on a flight going to Green Bay. So I had to fly out a girlfriend to my house uh, to to uh, Denver. Flew a girl, my girlfriend out, her girlfriend out. I oh, flew so my, 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 he said, flew my girlfriend. I'm like, what? What? <laughs> I'll be seeing her tomorrow. <laughs> no, I flew her girlfriend out and her mom out. And they um, packed everything up and had everything shipped back. They were there like four or five days, you know, just packing up and closing all the business there. Had to get the you know, furniture sent back, man. So that's the type of stuff that people don't see behind the scenes. Right. That's right. got to right. go through. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, yo, this this is crazy, man. So I get to Green Bay, and it's crazy because the office line, they you know they don't even they don't know me. I don't know them. I mean, I mean half the guys don't even talk to me. You know, I mean, it, it, it was crazy. It was just a crazy. It was a crazy two weeks, man. A crazy two. We had to get a car. What shit. guys are mad at you? Why? Because you took their buddy's job or something like that? Or yeah, yeah, like you know, what I'm saying like this dude because all the guys that were on that. All the offensive linemen that were playing, the ones that started, were guys that were there. They were drafted there. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. they had been there, you know, their entire career. You know, right. Frank Winters, Wall, Dave Wall, uh, um, you know. I mean, all those guys. You know, yeah. Mark, I mean, the Rivera. Rivera yeah, from there, Penn you know, State. All yeah. those guys, you know what yeah. I'm saying? All of them were there, you know, so. It was, it was just a crazy situation. Were you there with Favre? Was that was, – was Yeah, Favre right? was there. In fact okay. – he saw like it was the second game of the it was second or third game of the season. We're playing, and uh Frank went out. I'm not Frank, but um Rivera went out. Mark Rivera went out. He got hurt. So here I come in and I'm asking for the call. What's the call? What's the call? They're not giving me the call. So now I'm about to beat up beat up Frank Winter because he's the center. <laughs> I'm about to whoop his tail. I'm about to beat him up because he ain't giving me the call. Yeah, right? I'm not asking for my health. I, I yeah, you want right, to be right. quarterback exactly. killed, give, exactly. Give the, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So long yeah. story long, uh Farm comes up, you know, he could see what's going on. So he said, Hey, Brooksy. You know, he countries the box of corn. He said, oh, Hey, yeah. Brooksy, I wish it was snowing out here. I'm like, what is he talking about? We're playing in, we're we're in North Carolina playing. Right. It's hot as hell out there. It's like 100 degrees on the day. So I wish it was snowing outside. I said, What? <laughs> I said, Brooks, I wish it was snowing outside. I said, What are you talking about? So I could track them dogs that shit in Frank Winter's mouth. Okay, two J on three. Ready, break. Everybody's <laughs> laughing. We run to the line of scrimmage. All of a sudden, I look over. I said, "Give me the call." Slide light. It was like, um, "Luke, Luke, 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 Luke." He's now he gives me the call because of Brent. You know, affirmed that all right, he's one of my guys now. Then I became their guy. Then they started talking to. Me. Okay, that's all. It, that's what it took. Okay, yeah. Brett was that yeah. dude, man. Brett was wow, that dude. Man. Jeez, uh, it's yeah, it is. It's right. It's you know we we don't we got to think about that side. These guys are human beings, man. Oh, look at uh, come on, John Dickerson. What do you say, Barrett's girlfriend? Barrett's oh, <laughs> girlfriend agreed it was bigger. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> the first round draft choice. Catching, we're all catching some heat. Him, man. Yeah. Freudian slip. Him, man. Yeah, we're getting the whole thing. From yeah. Oh my oh, goodness. Oh my god, unbelievable. There, there you go, <laughs> Captain uh, Tony chiming in. Yaki Barrett, uh, how did you do on your? You go fishing? Is that what this no, is? No, I didn't go fishing because I, I I had a babysitter, well, a dog sitter, for Yoki. I can't take Yoki with me because she gets seasick. <laughs> My God! The, the, stop laughing, Derek. Stop laughing, Derek. Well, you tried. So, so you tried, right? Captain Once. Tony, look, Captain Tony. And, and and Derek was laughing at my dog. Yoki. Her name was Yoki. Both of them call her Yaki because Yaki. Yaki. She had yeah. she had 
you know, throw up, hang it yeah. down from the air. Something about Larry. <laughs> it was terrible, man. So yeah. I, 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 so I, I'm mad because he good. So I couldn't even go fishing, man. I was pissed. I was so mad, man. I started oh. taking her anyways, but then I'd been over. I'd have to sleep over your house, bro. I'd be at your house knocking at your door. Hey, man, tell the dog to move over, scoot over a little bit, man. My wife would kick me out, bro, because uh, you know you can I was always stay in my place. Yeah. You're always. <laughs> They call my dog oh, Yaki. Look, he's the same thing, Yaki. Yaki, that is pretty funny, though. I mean, I, yeah, <laughs> I mean, that is pretty strong. Yaki. <laughs> oh. All right, let's do some let's do some birthdays because I'm curious where you guys stand on this. So we'll we'll start with this one. There's a lot, but we're gonna start with Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson would have been 64 year crazy, right? Would have been 64 years old. Wow. Uh, today, uh, let's wow. go around the horn. Favorite Michael Jackson's, and you can include Jackson Five if you want. Uh, but favorite Michael Jackson song for you beat guys, it, man. Beat it was my spot, man. Oh, I beat it was beat badass. It, yep, yeah, beat yep, it was good. Yep. Eddie Van Halen on the on the guitar uh, yep. <laughs> riff on that one. That's a good one, Barry. How about you, Gunner? Where, where are you going? Smooth Criminal. Oh, Smooth That's Criminal. The, man. That was like that was like the most expensive video ever made during that time. He's well, in that white stead oh gangster suit. The old yeah, oh yeah. yeah. And the thing that got me is how they all lean like this, man. Oh, the I'm lean like, move I'm was like, awesome. Oh, yeah. Bro. I like when he, I like when he spun around and disappeared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was big time, man. Big time. Um, his 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 videos were epic when they were about to be released, like Thriller oh, and everything. It was dude, epic. We used to make videos back then. You do that though, man. But videos. Yeah. Remember, I remember when we used to watch UMTV, like UMTV raps. I came right home to watch you and yes. UMTV yes. raps, man. Yep. New video. I mean, yep. they made it like a production, man. You know, like the the um, the the what was it um, uh, the the astronaut, you know, come over. It's yeah, 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 yeah. And then and then think about some of the act, the big names he'd have in his videos: Eddie Murphy, Iman, uh, uh, Wesley Snipes Wesley was in uh, was in Bad. Yeah, you know yeah, exactly, yep. exactly. Dude, matter of fact, Thriller. I think when Thriller came out, it was the most expensive. Um, music video ever made, and then I believe which one? Exceed, uh, you remember, you remember the times with Eddie Murphy was in that one, yep, yep, that yep. that one blew up. Dirty Diana, that's blew what I'm up. talking about. That's that an underrated song. song. Yeah. Let me tell you something, Dirty, Dirty Diana, 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 yeah, yeah, that Dirty song Diana. is sick, man. Very underrated. I yes. sit there playing air guitar on the riffs. Oh my yes. goodness, man, <laughs> yes, Dirty Diana. Yeah. You know, I, Michael, Michael Jackson had 13 Billboard number one singles, he won 15 Grammys. And he holds 39 Guinness World Records, Guinness Book of Records, World Jeez, Records. Man. That's crazy. My goodness. The dude was the dude was making money after his death, man, because there were songs you find out he was making he had made with big name artists that had never been released. Yes. Like five, six, seven years before and, he even he, he died. The Beatles catalogs. Only yeah, Beatles that, catalog. Yeah. Yeah. I'm telling I think even some of the like like Living off the wall is off the walls underrated. Yeah, like yep. Yeah, yeah, that, that's uh, before yeah. Thriller. It, it was his album before Thriller. That's the first time he worked with Quincy Jones. Now I tell you, what, I, I tell Thriller you, was you, with Quincy Jones too. One of his most profound videos ever, and I still listen to. I still watch it today, and I still listen to the song. It's one of my favorite songs. His song called "The Earth Song," where he's talking about how we're destroying the planet. You got to see this video, the Earth Song video. I don't know who did it, who shot it, who edited it. They should have won an Academy Award for just the editing alone. This is, it's unbelievable. Uh, and I think, out. yeah, I think that's one of his most underrated songs, the Earth song, um, about, you know, cultures dying off, how we're destroying the planet. 
And then he had when he hits when he hits the uh, climatic part of that song, man, it just gives you chills about how stuff is just disappearing from the planet Earth and stuff. Dude, awesome video. You got yeah. you have to see it. Yeah, this is like there's so many, man. I, man I, in you know, the mirror. If you wanted to go with the slower oh stuff, my goodness. you know, whatever. Billy, Billy Jean, Jean, obviously, oh, just man. gigantic. Uh, I, gigantic. I was one of the few. I was one of the few, few okay Michael Jackson fan. I was just okay with Mike. Yeah, you know did, I mean? were you more yeah. of a Prince guy? Because they were always the rivals with everybody. Prince was, was my Prince dude, or is it MJ? Right? Prince was my dude, man. You know what I'm saying? Like me, Prince was that dude. Because no, anytime you got a song. Daryl and Nikki, dog. That's my. That's one of my favorite, my all time favorite. If you're gonna bro. dress in in leather, purple, and <laughs> with the ass out, yeah, assless chaps. <laughs> like you better be a badass. Like you got, you better be a badass. Man. Now I tell bro. you what, the, what, I tell you something gave me the chills. His song, um, "Man in the Mirror," when he sang it yeah. the night of the Grammys, yeah. and all of a sudden the curtains open up, and it's like a hundred piece choir backing him up singing it. And then the music stops, and he just starts ad living on the stage. Yeah. Oh my yeah. goodness, man! Bro, you see, you're, you're an avid musician, dog. You 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 into that, man? Like you sing. Yeah, man. I'm obviously I wasn't that dude. Like I, I don't listen to music very often at all. Right, bro. right. Yeah. Like, I, I'm always I'm always listening to the radio. That's why I hear Rob's mouth so much, man. Dude, right, when right, do right. you not work, bro? Right, right. It's, I hear I, you all the time. Gotta man. keep going, man. He can't hit a moving target. <laughs> Um, him I also, Lizzie, him I'll, only have six jobs. I'll tell you the other one. I love want to be starting something too. Oh, I mean, oh yeah, yeah, you yeah. Just yeah, go yeah. through the thriller. What? what? There isn't one bad song if no, you go through. Not thriller. at all. Not at all. It's incredible. Not it is. Dude, the, ba- the bass the base on want to be starting. So- oh my goodness. Oh, it's badass. Man. Oh my it's goodness, so man. Good. All right, so MJ would have been 64. Make me uh, want to get up and moonwalk right now. Exactly. Let's go. Show us. Show the people your moves there. No, I want to break nothing, man. You don't want to show off. I want to be on IR. I hear you. Yeah, we need you. Uh, John McCain, uh, was born on this date in 1936. Of course, you know, war hero and, and politician right. and, yeah, uh, yep, you know, yep. we go on and on and on, uh, lived in a, uh, was a POW for years, just an yeah. incredible life. Um, Noah Syndergaard, Philly is 30 years old, <clears throat> pitched oh, okay. yesterday. All right. All right. Uh, yep. Uh, he Joel Schumacher. Yeah. He didn't pitch great, but Thor, baby Thor. Uh, Joel Schumacher's 39 years old. Uh, okay. He uh, was born in 39. He passed away. But, you know, great filmmaker, Joel Schumacher. Um, Charlie Parker, incredible musician, was born in 1920. Uh, Chris Sims, the uh, the talking head, now former NFL player, son of Phil, is 42. Talking head. Well, I don't mean it a bad way. I, I mean, <laughs> it is what he is. Ingrid Bergman, the actress, uh, was born in 1915. Rebecca De Mornay, the actress, yeah. is 63 years old. She's 63 uh, now. She's 63. Former wow. uh, risky business. Uh, look it up, kids. You'll you'll thank wow. me later. Look at Rob. That was a good scene on the train. All right. Anyway. Pebbles, the actress, 58 years old. Are they singer? I mean, Pebbles. Yeah, Mercedes yeah. Boy. Pebbles, love yeah. 58 Pebbles years old. Uh, I had to throw this one in there. All right. Isabel Sanford. Do we know who Isabel Sanford is? Let me look it up, bro. Wait a minute. No, you no, no. Don't be looking it up. You got to make a guess first. I don't know. You know, I don't wait, know Isabel any of this Sanford. stuff. Uh, wait, seventy sitcom. Wait. Oh, 70s. the Jeffersons. Wheezy. Wheezy from the Jeffersons. Yes. That's right. Wheezy. Wheezy. Yeah. Wheezy was there born in nineteen seventeen. Yeah, yeah. Wheezy. Wheezy was a lot older than George in real life. 
Uh, I yep, looked at yep. looked Wow, that. I didn't know she was and, that old. And had a yes. deeper voice than George, too. Uh, Wheezy. Yep. Wheezy was like Barry White, man. Wheezy had a voice on her. Wheezy didn't play either. No, no, no. no. Wheezy would, would keep him in line. Yeah, right, George right, could right. not uh, get away with you moved all on, You moved on up because Wheezy was making sure you was, yeah. he was okay. Exactly yep. right. Yep. <laughs> and, was it Florence the maid would always give yep, her? Yep. Dude, <laughs> she was she was a riot, man. Yeah, she man. took no stuff from George. No, she was Oh, my goodness. Uh, I did I miss any birthdays, Derek? You got any more? Liam Payne from a uh, Bear's favorite group, One Direction. That's One Direction. Who Barrett loves them. <laughs> got his poster. Their posters up in his room. Yeah. <laughs> Something's wrong with you guys. Yeah. I wonder about you guys all the oh, time. Man. I, I'm continually praying for you guys all the time. And we so does it. and so does my family. Yes. Thank you very much. We need it. That's for sure. Yeah. Thank you very much. All right, so if we get further, we're obviously don't go anywhere because you have Dan Cilio coming up for the next three hours with the National Football Show. But if anything else breaks, uh, you know he'll he'll obviously update you on that and and all of our programming tomorrow. Certainly, a lot of it geared towards football, but we'll be back at it tomorrow at the same time from twelve to three. Oh, we uh, John has a good one. Pee Wee Herman was turned seventy on Saturday, so is he that old? Paul hey. Rubens, yeah, he's seventy years. He's old. still alive. Yes, he's still alive. Yes, he is. Uh, that's going to do it for us. We're still here, at least right now. So uh, we will talk to you guys tomorrow. I want to thank Xander Krause, our producer, doing a great job. And everybody in the chat section, you guys are the best. That's yeah. for sure. Everybody thank you, everybody, for the congratulations. Much appreciated. Thank you, folks. Go passionately. Go fearlessly. Go confidently. Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years, and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction. Go with trust. And go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go birds. Plan your day with confidence. Definitely want to keep the umbrellas on hand. And keep your family safe with Action News and AccuWeather. Numerous tornadoes. Well over seven inches of rain. Your go-to team when severe weather strikes. The water is still rising right now. Keeping you prepared wherever you watch. On TV, on 6abc.com, and on our streaming apps. And that's when we go severe weather mode and on the air for you. Action News and AccuWeather. The team you trust. In Philadelphia, we celebrated the miracle with pride only five years ago. And then the following morning, IBEW Local 98 members went back to work, building this city, rescuing our communities from decay, and inspiring the young men and women of the region to take pride in who we are. Like the cats, Local 98 members believe in hope. To learn more about who we are, what we do, and career opportunities with Local 98, visit us, ibew98.org. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. 